And we're back. It's Nerd Thug Radio. Back once again, the Captain Joey Savage. Who this man? I have returned. We don't know why. We we literally told him he could take the week off. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. The sister station. And worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Like I said, I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Join with me as always, my heterosexual life partner. Corey DLG. And, and that's Nico, Nico DLG, DLG back hey guys, there. I'm pressing buttons. He's pressing buttons, He's working busy. the ones and twos. He's got a microwave Sk- going. Skitchy, skitchy. You know, like that. Do we have ones and twos back there? That would be greatness. At Do we least, have a three? At least six ones and twos. Don't forget, Ooh. you can catch us that's at 30. Facebook.com backslash Radio. Interact with us. Say hi. Say hello. Drop us some messages. It's been blowing up this week. That's true. We've been having a great time. Uh, but before we get going, I want you guys to listen to what Corey DLG has to say. What's up, Conroe? With uh, school wrapping up and summer fast approaching, when the kids need out of the house, they should go to Space Cadets. With comic books, collectible card games, board games, role-playing games, and toys, all in a family-friendly atmosphere, what more could a person ask for? Space Cadets Gaming Gaming has the largest Pokemon League in Texas and various events every day, and especially weekends. Dungeons & Dragons, Family Game Night, and various other events are regularly scheduled at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming on Robinson Road, Allegedly in Oak Ridge. There you go. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yes, allegedly. Allegedly. There was an Oak Ridge sighting. I think it's the Woodlands. It is. So sighting. I have returned. Like Bigfoot. Nico, I have something to uh, to run by you. Oh, excellent. I have returned from Arkansas. Arkansas. Now you, I, can, you can finally say that. Now I, you've no, left. no, 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 no. I said Arkansas at least a dozen times while in the state of Arkansas. A lawbreaker. And nobody stopped me. So a lawbreaker. I say you can do it. Yeah, you speed all the time. Doesn't mean a cop's gonna pull you Nobody over every time. Nobody stopped me. That's I true. I don't speed all the time. Actually, I, at least I do. No, you don't. You That's take forever to get anywhere. Right. That's true. That's just gonna take the longest way to get there. It's not because I'm slow. <laughs> Map quest. What's the worst way to get to this place? Perfect. That's the one take. I can run you through Lafayette if you'd like. He's like Dory. Please. He's like Dory from uh, Finding Nemo. Yeah. You know all those memes was like. I am never going to drink Fireball again. Ooh, Fireball. That's Nico. He's driving. Oh, there that is. I'm going to go. No, because he doesn't stop. He just literally just takes the worst just, route possible. He just slowly moves around right. the world. Senior citizens pass him on the right and give him the bird. Oh, oh that's dirty. Yeah. That is somewhere dirty. there's a, Somewhere there's a forum of Asian people who are complaining about your driving. Yeah, probably. It's on 4chan. Yeah, oh, man. Probably is. Well, there's probably a road section on every single human on Earth on 4chan. Uh, not me. I actually Googled it. Oh, yep. nice. No, me everyone too. loves it. I don't me. know what we're talking about. Yeah. 4chan? But I did return. It's where the internet goes to be sad. I yeah. did return from Arkansas. We were there for the 2017 Taekwondo ATA World Expo. How'd I do? Shout out to Sadie Savage. She did finish fourth in the world. That's, uh, wow. the That's next, decent. The next day, she started a whole new season and started off strong. So now she's in the like top three to start it off. So... Shout out to her. Good job. How did I do? Did I do good? You weren't even there. Oh, so, so like third place, fourth place, terrible. Oh, at least at least sixth, right? Right. Top ten, right? Definitely. Yeah. Not even close. So one of my favorite things oh. about the show you guys did last week yep. was listening to the Vicky Puke Hands story. <laughs> uh, that was great. That was Radio Gold. Probably the shiny moment of. It's pretty good. My was also, good. My my favorite response though was Zach being like. What do you mean? You didn't cross your mind that you shouldn't puke in your hands? And as I'm listening, I'm yelling back at him like, she was drunk, you re you re Like, come on, man. Like, who thinks clearly when they're drunk? I mean, I do. And I'm drunk most of the time, so I never think clearly. I, I think clearly at all times. I've never once not thought clearly. I don't believe you for one minute. I, <laughs> not even a minute. You don't even get that. I don't trust you as far as I can throw you. Do I get, like, 28 seconds of no. trust? No, 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 no. No. Okay. Not, not when quite. it comes to that statement. Okay, well. 
That's at right. least 14 seconds. But yeah, yeah, I was I was definitely yelling into my car stereo <laughs> as I was listening to that segment and Zach trying to comprehend what Drunk Vicky was doing. Yeah. Which that's, is funny because Vicky. that's the radio. If you if you respond back and nobody can't true. hear you, yes, right. that's good stuff. There's actually some really good angry Zach drunk stories from from when we were learning how to imbibe back in the day. Yeah. Um, you can't really. T- I won't even tell them on air. Probably but can't. They're probably inappropriate. They're from the it, B side. It's very funny to hear him then question someone else's logic <laughs> right. at that point. Because like I've, I've been his, there. I don't question his his sober logic <laughs> right. most of the time. Right. So there's that angry Zach. <laughs> but um, you should have some stern words with. Him. No, I like Zach a lot. I just liked to listen to him try to comprehend comprehend yeah. like what drunk Vicky was doing. He was like, I don't understand. Well, I don't, like, I don't comprehend what any drunk person is, is doing. Yeah, I never even question like, it. Oh, they're drunk. Yeah. There's the logic behind that right there. Although I am of the belief that when you're drunk, like, that's the real you. Really? Yeah. It lowers, I would, it lowers I would, your inhibitions. I would, right. say, I would say whenever you're you're buzzing, that's probably the real, real you. Once you get, like, wasty-faced, that, that's, like, the kid inside of you. Right. Like, like That's, like, the true you. Like, if like if there were no no's in your world, what would you do? That's that's, <laughs> that's the... you wasty-faced? Right. Absolutely. Okay. Well, that, that makes sense. So, um, I do have a dating story Uh-oh. to uh, oh. rival Sticky Vicky's dating story. Okay. And it doesn't involve me. Oh, I was about of. to say, like, do we, do we need to have Allie turn it yeah, off the radio? Allie, don't listen. No. It, it involves me only because someone told it to me. Okay. So, my job, I, I talk to a lot of people. I mean, uh-huh. a lot of interesting folks. And I've got this customer of mine, customer of mine who um, used to work for the circus. Oh, okay. That's so nice. he gives me some great stories about the circus. I can only imagine. And so I hadn't talked to him in a few months, um, and he calls me the other day, and so we're doing business. And then as we're like in a waiting period for some computer stuff to come through, he's like, "Hey, so I've got this. Uh, so let me tell you about what's going on in my life." I'm like, "Okay, cool. I'm going to hear another really cool yes, yes. story, right?" He says, so, and this guy, I, I've never met him in person. Just talked to him on the phone. That's really weird. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, that, that's my line of work sometimes. Right, right. Um, phone I mean, sex operator. My, my number one <laughs> client is this very sweet older Hispanic lady that I've been conversing with for five years now. I don't even know what she looks like. That's but I talk to her. I talk to her like five, six times a day. That's like when I was younger, listening to the radio. I was like, I never, never once thought about googling them ever. Yeah. yeah. So they just had like a weird like my mind's image of them. Yeah, yeah. No one on radio looks like what I think they look like. Exactly. That's right. fair. That's fair. So we we could go on. He's like, hey, so I met this gal. I'm like, oh, okay, All right, okay. very cool, Barry. And I just gave his name away. That's right. <laughs> Dang it, Barry. He's like, um, yeah, and so I met her through this this dating site. Ooh. So then I got really interested because I wanted to get his, um, like, right. what he does so yeah. I can pass it along to Corey DLG. And uh, he's like, yeah, so I met this gal, and things are going really great. And he talks about how great she is and how many times a day they talk and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, cool, man. He's like, yeah, the only one kicker. I was like, yeah, what's up, dude? She lives in Siberia. What? Like, oh. That's real far away. And they've been talking for like six to eight months at this point. And she's from Siberia, and here we are in Houston. Talk about two total ends of the spectrum. So then my mind just starts racing. Like, yeah. What do I do here? Right. Like, do I do I confront him about Siberia lady? And is she really liking him or just wanting to get to America? And he just keeps going on and on. And all I could think was just, man, I'm just going to be supportive. Right. There's, there's nothing I mean, you can do. What can I do there? I'm just like, that's awesome, man. And he's, you know, she's working on getting a plane ticket to come here. And I'm going to be at that airport to pick her up. And... Then when he starts telling me her backstory about she went to summer camp when she was like 17 and the family house burned down. So she's been on her own ever since just her and her aunt. And the story just keeps getting escalated weirder and weirder. 
And I'm just like, congratulations, man. <laughs> yeah, like... You nailed it. Like, either Russia is, like, the hardest place in the world to live, or she's not real. How does something burn down... Yeah, I kind of do believe that How does something burn down in Siberia? It's all cold. Well, more importantly than that, like... Ice if fire. It, if Ice it, fire. If it burns down, how do you now have nowhere to... Like, now there's no options for you. What is, yeah. How does that even... Now she must live with her aunt. Right. Mm, the barn everyone, burned. Everyone died. Family is now dispersed. And yeah. it covered. <laughs> like, what? For the what rest happened? of her life. Everyone decided to run away at that I point. mean, here's the one thing I took away from this. This would be a great Lifetime movie. Um, Speaking of. Great Lifetime movie. It's really weird that you actually brought this up. Thank you. You're because welcome. over the weekend. You watched I, Lifetime? No, I oh. binged watched. It was on TV. And they were running a marathon Every of Lifetime it. Movie. So I caught like five episodes in a row sure, of sure. this show called 90 Day Fiance. Or 90 mm. Days to the Wedding or something like that. And essentially... Was it on TLC? Yeah, Or, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. or Bravo? Like One they, of those. So they meet each other in like 90 days, they have to get married? Yeah, so no, 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 no. What it Love is, it is these, these are people who have met overseas at some point or through some dates. Some of them were dating out. Some of them, they, they were on trips and they met each other, blah, blah, blah. And they started to date and fall in love. But how it works is when you, when you as an American bring this person over, they bring them over on what's called a fiancé visa. They right. have to get married within 90 days of coming into the country. Oh, yeah. Or, or they have out. to start their whole process over, and they're out. And then the, the visa's a couple thousand dollars, so you're already out the money. Right, right. And you can't do it twice or something like that. So these people, a couple of them have already been dating like two years, one and a half years, where they're both taking trips to see each other. One of them, like the guy was Israeli, and he couldn't – he was struggling to get his American passport situation right. So in the meantime, she would take trips to Canada where he could get into. Yeah. And so they would meet in Canada and hang out, or she would. She met him in Israel on a, on a family trip, and then so like she kept going to Israel a couple times. Another one, there was a woman who met a guy in Jamaica, and so she just took like six trips to Jamaica over the next year and a half. Yeah, yeah I would just sure. move to Jamaica. Right, oh, man, I would think long and hard about that. Right, rent kayaks. Oh man, sell snow cones. Snow cones. Yep. Oh, sell snow, snow cones and kayaks. Shaved ice. Shaved, Shaved ice. ice. There you and go. Snow cones. So that, so like they brought their they brought their people over to America. Uh, and then one of the couples, though, was just a train wreck. Like, they met online, and they're doing the whole kind of— It's almost like a—the guy was uh, from Tunisia. Okay. But when he comes here, they're immediately, like, it's just a train wreck. Like, mm. the two of them— So they're, like, the dramatic couple of all okay. of them. Okay, okay. Uh, and they're having, like, kind of the, the issues you would think you would have in the catfishing scenario. Oh. Like, he doesn't really love her, but she kind of also is incredibly selfish. Like, every time they talk, she's like, I brought you here. You need to do this. And it's uh, like, that's not really— I'm going back to Tunisia. Right. Like, you bring him here for love, and right. if it works out, it works out. One guy, though— Totally hits the lottery. He marries a Colombian model. Woo wee! Yeah, That's and the girl, talking, the girl was incredibly like gorgeous. Like, That's what I'm talking about. But then he gets mad when she pursues her modeling career. Also, Man, why he, would you do that? Also, he expects her to. I don't get that. I don't either. Like you so marry a model, even and then you're that, mad that they're modeling. When you date a stripper or you marry a stripper and they continue to strip because that's how they make their money. Like, how can you get mad at that? that that's right. who they were when you met them. You made the weird choice, right. not them. And the dude lives in Oklahoma, and he gets laid off very early in the show. Okay. After she's already come. He's from and Oklahoma. So he gets, so, so. What? So he has no job, and they're stuck in Oklahoma, and she's getting modeling offers in Miami. And he doesn't want to go. And he doesn't want to go. Oh, this guy's an idiot. He'd rather live in Oklahoma than go to Miami with a model. A bonafide moron, and that's what you can find in Oklahoma. That's not what you find here in Conroe, Texas. That's right. All you find is the greatest of the great. Like Nerd which, Thug Radio? Like Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah. Man, it is so good to be back on the radio, recording with you guys. Man, man, I was looking forward to this all week. Uh, so, <laughs> the energy is back, boys. So stay tuned. We're gonna catch a break, grab something to drink. We're gonna come back, and I'm gonna complain about people that go to the movies because uh, that's I like what it. I want to do. I like it. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you.
All right, guys, we've come to the point in the show where we need to tell you about our friends, Space Cadets. These guys host all of our favorite nerd events on a regular basis, from Hero Clicks to Dungeons and Dragons, from Pokemon to Star Wars Destiny. They've got it all. With one of the largest nerd inventories I've ever seen, there's practically nothing you can't find at Space Cadets. Brian has long been a friend of the show, and the most important thing to stress to you guys today is how family-friendly and great-to-go-to Space Cadets really is. The Savage family regularly makes the trip there, and Joey, Nico, and myself regularly play different events there. Check the Facebook page for times and games scheduled this week. That's Space Cadets Gaming Gaming Collection Collection on Robinson Road in the Woodlands. When you go, let them know that Nerd Thug Radio sent you, and you get 10% off your highest ticket item. That's right. Save 10% off your highest ticket item if you say Nerd Thug Radio. Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah. I'm the Joey Savage. I'm Corey DLG. And you got a haircut. I did get a haircut. Nico. Nico. Finally. Hey, Nico. Hey, yeah, whatever. Whatever. Hey, Nico. Okay, whatever. <laughs> you, can't, you can't run the show without me. Hey, Nico. Well, <laughs> Don't we disregard could, me. We could, we could sure try. We could sure try. Buttons. <laughs> Buttons here and there. Buttons there and there. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, before we get going. What? You guys should know that Corey DLG finally got the haircut. After I yelled at him for several pull that, pull weeks, that Corey cam. I wanna, several months. Oh, oh, that Corey cam's way off. Let's oh, get that Corey cam going. I want to point out that you, you nagged me he's just, for several he's standing. Weeks. It's too. It's too. I it's nagged. Too I nagged. There him. it is. Look at Boom. that. Look, Look at that. that on hands effort there. Corey, show him that haircut. Let's see it. Get in there. Nice. With that haircut, Corey DLG, step into the Wild Thing Bar and Grill, located 1488 and I 45. Conroe's newest all-American modern-day rustic saloon. Great food, the best scenery in town, cold drinks, specials every day of the week. It's a wild thing, bar and grill. It's all specials. 1488, I-45, right on the cusp of Conroe, Texas. How many TVs they got there? Over 500. I don't, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I don't think that's right. It's probably... That's a lot of TVs. It's like at least 70, right? Yeah, 70, 75. Yeah, yeah I would say so. Silver that's Age. A, that's still a lot of Silver TVs. Age amount of TVs. For yeah. show, for show. For show. Uh, don't forget, tomorrow the podcast drops. You can catch it at nerdthugradio.com. Also at facebook.com backslash nerdthugradio. Um, so when we went out to the break, I said I wanted to rag on people about going to the movies. Correct. So I want you to tell me, because you're a movie. I am. I like going to the movies. You like to frequent the movies. I do. I do. Now, when you frequent said movies, okay, are they are they busy or are they packed? or I don't like to go when I know other people go. Okay. So now in the modern day of movie going, right. there's there's two there's really two in the forefront. You've got these new movie theaters where you can reserve your seat. Yeah. And so it's very nice. There's lots of room. There's yada, an open yada. bar there. Right. Well, I think every uh, not an open bar, a full bar. Every movie theater has a bar now, I think. Do they really know? Yeah, they do. Oh, that's smart. So um that's the that's the new trend, that's the modern way to watch movies. But there's still a little bit of old school left in some of us people where you have to go to the movies and you have to get there early. You have to find a good seat. You have to maybe wait in a line. Yeah, I wouldn't do any of that now. That still exists. I don't do right? that. That yep, still that's exists. That's the one right next to my house. Yeah. Okay. The most convenient so, is the worst Nico, choice. So, Nico, then I'm going to talk to you in this segment here. Right. Corey's, Corey's out. I'm out. Here we um, go. So, before I took my weekly hiatus from the Nerd Thug Radio, yeah, after I, uh, ditched us. I took um, yeah. took Will, little Willie Savage and uh, his, his BFF Cannonball, and we went to see Cars oh. 3. The actual Cannonball? Yeah, it's actually Cannonball. It's oh my God. greatness. We went to see uh, Cars 3. Great movie. It was funny. I, I wasn't a huge, huge fan of 1 and 2. They were just okay to me. But this one it was kind of funny. It made me want to go watch Talladega Nights, if that makes any sense. Okay. That's a good that's uh, So it was starring Will Ferrell. No. but oh, Should have been. Similar, but not congruent. Well, John C. Riley's in it. No, nah, 
Isn't he? Isn't no. he the voice of one of the cars? No. Uh, oh. Larry the Cable Guy is. No, no one cares about him. Um, oh. So anyways, so back to my story. So I get there early because I like to get to places early. We, we get our good seats. We get our popcorn. We get our sodas. We're sitting about six rows from the top, okay? Uh, the movie starts, let's just say for this scenario, it started at 7.30. Okay. So it's 7.30. Here we go with the previews. My favorite part of movies, period. It's true. Previews. True. Yep. It's 7.30, and this place is packed. When you walk in and you turn up and you look, it's packed. Okay. okay? And there are still people that will walk all the way to the top of the theater thinking that they're going to get a seat in one of the best seats in the house when they shown up. 30 minutes later. Yeah. Right. It ain't happening. No. no. And I wouldn't be so upset and want to call these these moviegoers out if it was like one or two people. There were literally 12 to 15 different groups of people Ooh. that, while the previews were rolling, were walking up to the top of the stairs and they'd be like, oh, well, I, 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 I guess. Uh, what day uh, was it? It was uh, a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Mm. Right, they're turning up, right? It's on a Tuesday, right? And I'm sitting on the outside because if I need to make a quick bathroom break exit, I can. Because you have and, the world's tiniest bladder. Right? And so I can hear all these people. And they are like, oh, well, there's no seats up here. Uh, I guess we're going to have to go all the way down to the bottom. Well, no, duh. It's 730. The movie's already started. You're not going to find seats up here, I'm gonna especially speak, for four people. I'm going to speak stereotypically here. Go. Do you, do you know what kind of person it is? Not a smart one. Family people. People not with families. Smart one. I, I, almost all the family people that I know who roll in their packs Ugh. roll late to everything. Right. Everything. They roll late to everything. If and so like, they get to the movie. Sometimes the movie's starting, and they're still like, where do we sit? Right. And they got to organize like eight kids. If it, was, like, if it was a couple, okay, maybe there's two seats. If it's a single person, maybe there's that one rogue seat. Right, you can pick yeah, up. between two groups. Right, but if it's four or five people, there not, is no yeah, way yeah, you're you're not, you're not you're not to find a seat up there. You're not Learn the some movie etiquette. Yeah. Get there early the or you only, sit in the front. The only way you can do it in one of those old, as we quote, old-fashioned movie theaters the old is, if, is if you go in and it's a movie either several weeks out of box office right, or something that like, you know is tanked reviews, but you still want to see. No, but here's the thing. When right, you, you probably could have gone to Baywatch on Tuesday. That's exactly what When you go to these things. That's what I did. When you go to these things, when you turn that corner from to look up, you can clearly see there's tons of people there. Right. right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Like, I don't know what they're walking towards. Right. they then see that there you can are see no that, open like, Because they, they haven't dropped the lights 100% yet because right. we're still in preview stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can probably see every all the way up. All the way up. I'm all the way up. See how I tied this in? Thematic. Thank you. Um, what are you doing? Learn some right, etiquette. Right. What is wrong with you people? And get there early, get your popcorn, and get in the back or you're sitting in the front and breaking your neck trying to watch a movie. Right. Exactly. And that's the worst thing ever. I won't do it now. Now that I'm 3,500 years old, right. I won't do it. I won't sit in the front of a movie theater. No. And Can't that's, convince me. That's why 95% of the time we go with the new modern way of right. reserving your seat. Reserve your seat. The only thing is the theater that we go to on Tuesdays, which I won't name because they aren't sponsoring us yet. Don't do it. $5 Tuesdays. Right. You can't really beat that. No, and that's, that's like, okay. Especially when it's a family, like when there's four of us going or you're taking two small kids. Hey, let's go on a Tuesday because it's only five minutes. And if we have to leave early because you can fall asleep. Five minutes, it costs time. Or if the, <laughs> yeah, if the kids fall asleep or they don't enjoy the movie and they want to leave, you're only out like 15 bucks as opposed right. to it's being not, out 40 bucks. Right, right. Because movies ain't cheap, bro. No, they're not. And back in the day, back in the college days when I had like free mornings and afternoons and things uh-huh, like uh-huh, that. Uh-huh. Um, Dollar Cinema. In the, well, in the Woodlands, oh, those were the best. They were my bike there. In the in the Woodlands, they had a uh, the the deal was at the movie theater there was like the matinee the, price. The first show was yep. like four bucks. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So great. right, like matinee. even during the week, typical pricing is six or seven. Yeah. But like first show was like four bucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, there's always like only deal. only one cashier and like one vending person. Right. But, but I mean, there's not a lot of I mean, people there. Right. 
Small price to pay. Right. Small price to pay when you're paying four bucks now. Exactly. I mean, a ticket can be ten dollars. I know. Like so when I go on five dollar a night, nine fifty. When I go on like five dollar a night, die. I spend as much as I spend on tickets on a normal night, as I do on tickets and all the snacks and stuff. Right. So like if if a movie comes out and it's a Friday night movie and everyone's oh and it's a big deal and it's one I want to see, I will go see it Sunday night. Right. And I'll buy my ticket Sunday morning, and reserve the seat on the app. Well, yeah. Before and before, before this it. before this uh, reserving seat thing. Before the whole Nerd Thug Radio experience, we would go Thursday night. Yeah, Remember? yeah. Me, you, and Ali Savage. We did that numerous times. Yeah, we'd go to see the movie Thursday night when it first showed. That's right. At we'd midnight. go at like midnight. Now they start showing it on Thursday. And we go to one of the places with the food and the drinks. Yeah, and yeah man, we it was, we it was party golden. out. That's so we, weird to me. I still remember when you had to. We, I remember back in my day, you had to stay up till twelve on a Friday yeah. night. Yeah, man. You, Thursday, or Thursday man. night, my best. See it now. They start showing it like noon on Thursdays. <laughs> Transformers came out on a Wednesday. Wednesday yeah. What is yeah. that? Yeah, I was listening uh, to someone pump it up, and uh, it comes up today. I'm thinking, it's Wednesday. It's right. not even Thursday. What are we doing? Is this the new trend? And then we on top stayed, of that, I think they were trying to capture like that holiday weekend, but I don't think it's, it's not even a holiday no. weekend. No. But then it still did awful. I think it only Domestically. Did, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. It did yeah. awful domestically. Yeah. But worldwide, it basically broke even. Whatever, it went I don't care. crazy. I don't care. I mean, the people in I still, China. I, I got a seat. Yeah, they, I want to see. It. I want to see it too. We're gonna maybe. Yeah, me and you will get together because I I love Transformers. Whatever. Merca has spoken. No more Transformers. No, there's gonna be Merca has spoken. There's no. like there's like three more. <laughs> yeah, Merca has spoken. No Michael Bay, but three more. No, I don't want it. I don't and want it at all, man. Merca has spoken. So we got a few minutes of on movies here. Um, have you seen what James Cameron's doing with Avatar? I don't like it. Yeah. Coming out 2019 million. 2020, but he, he's trying to develop this technology where you can watch 3D movies without wearing 3D glasses. And that's what's holding him up, per, you know, pushing it back. One thing I will say about James Cameron he's is... He's pushing the envelope. He always knows what he wants to do. Right. And he doesn't compromise that. Avatar was apparently, as a script and as a concept, was finished... Forever. Well, it was apparently it was finished before he even did Terminator 2, which was 1990-whatever. Yeah. We talked about this, I want to say, about a month ago. It was done in the early 90s, and he didn't film it because right. he was like, technology's not advanced enough for me to film what I want to film. Right. So yeah, he pushed it back. And then finally, he was like, we're ready for we're ready. Avatar. We did. It was amazing. And then, and then 10 years later, then right. it released. Now he's like, you know what? Technology's not ready for my next idea, so I'll have to wait even longer. And also when he did uh, Titanic, mm -hmm. uh, he he pushed sea exploration and also exploration of the Titanic to new heights. Uh -huh. uh, he designed and paid and built one of the little mini sub-machine robot things that they still use now for deep sea exploration. I'm just tired of waiting. I want to see more Avatar. He's got like three movies. Uh, you know what, man? Like, it wasn't that big of a deal to me. It was I a cool movie. I liked it. It was, it was But cool. it wasn't such a big deal that I was like, if we don't have four more of these, I won't be it happy. Was a, it was a very cool concept, but it's just it's yeah. pushing back. And I guess I'm not really that upset because there's just so many awesome movies they make now. Right, yeah. I guess I can wait. Yeah. Unless I die before then, then I'm really going to come after. I'm going to haunt James Cameron. Tragic. Yeah. That won't even make sense to Me him. and my ghost clothes. Like, think about that from his point of view. He's like, who? Who is this? Who are you? And you're like, Why are you Joey Savage. Why are you got hunting like, me? Got like the vest on. Right. Just the ghost vest. That's yeah, it. Ghost Nothing vest. else. And he's like, some weird guy in a vest keeps waiting for a movie that's not coming out for like four years. It's not coming out. Ghost pins He's are watching different. me shower. Like, what if he dies before the movie even comes out? That's, that, what, I'm, that's what I'm really worried about. Like, he won't even get Here's what we find Avatar. out. We find out the reason he waits so long is because he's secretly a robot and he's just pushing technology to right, better himself. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, reaching the reaching people, the you would, plane. You, would, you would think that the uh, excitement for Avatar 
kind of went away because it's been yes, so long. But, right, exactly. but it hasn't because Disney just created this whole like avatar. Pandora. Well, yeah. I think they did that because I think they thought one of them would be out by now. Right. Because Disney's real big on timing of stuff. And if you look at what not. they do, like they time a lot of their things that they there's debut also, and release. Uh, it's, in, it's in Animal Kingdom, right? Yeah. Well, also, also, Animal uh, Kingdom had a lot of unused space. There's also because yeah. there was uh, an entire like Cirque third Soleil section. Show. Yeah. Like not even used of it. Right. What What did you say? There's also there was also like an Avatar Cirque du Soleil. Um, oh, like a tie-in. No. You know what Cirque du Soleil is? No, I know, but I'm okay. saying like it was themed around like yes. Avatar. Yeah. 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 I okay. thought you said Italian. I was like, what? No. Italian. No, he was using he was using vernacular. <laughs> I was like, you said Italian? What are you talking Italian about? Italian Cirque du Soleil. This is I mean, not a lasagna show. Jeez. I, I would watch a Cirque du Soleil lasagna show. Let me tell no, you. Because you just didn't eat lasagna from your new roommate. So uh, No, I Busted. will. I will at some point. I just like, roasted out to a break right now. We're going. It's Joey Savage when we come back. Why um, did he do that to me? We're going to get into uh, some Charlie Sheen news, I think. Okay. You're listening to the Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you i'm all the way up bruh hey guys joey savage with nerd thug radio conroe's newest sports bar wild thing is a modern day rustic saloon with all american charm wild thing a bar and restaurant in the conroe woodlands area right off fm 1488 and i-45 with a welcoming ambiance and atmosphere of delicious food relaxation and quality entertainment Wild Thing has over 70 televisions regularly airing local and nationally televised sporting events, as well as daily specials and pricing. Wild Thing Bar and Restaurant, the best scenery in town. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Yeah, I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Core DLG. Nico DLG. And uh, the energy this week is just flowing through me. I feel like Ultimate Warrior just shaking the ropes like crazy. I'm excited. I'm excited to be back. Okay. I'm excited right. to be back in the saddle. Okay. Captain has returned. All right. Um, All right. I, I dig it. I dig it, sucker. I dig it. Uh, catch us Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Interact with us. Say hi. Drop it a line. If you want a t-shirt, Corey's got one on. I've got one on here. If you're watching on YouTube or My City TV suddenly, shout out. What up? What up? Uh, don't forget, you can see this show every Tuesday and Thursday here in the Montgomery County area on My City TV at three o'clock. Channel twelve, I think so. Is what it's, I've been told, My City TV on Sunlink, or you can go to My City TV online. They stream the stuff on there. Do they really? They, they do really. So you can see these beautiful faces all over the television in Conroe every Tuesday and Thursday. I feel like the Queen Bee. You are the Queen Bee. You right? Yeah. You right. All the single nerds. All, all the single nerds. <laughs> That's how I roll. Um, so some interesting stuff has happened over the last week. Yeah, I don't, sure. I don't believe you. Yeah, you I, should. Like I, I think interesting things probably did happen, but I doubt you know them. I'm staring at Nico's mop on his head, and it looks like he's got potato chips up there, like nice. just stuck. Like b- lean down, Nico. Show Corey. Look, potato chip. Yeah, you I see think, it. Yeah, I think that might be a potato chip. In Boy his got hungry. You but, know, uh, he recycles. Have you heard the Charlie Sheen story? No. So Charlie Sheen. Hang on. Is he still winning? I guess so. Tiger's he doesn't blood. stop winning. Okay, well then go on then. He's all the way up for sure. He is. So Charlie Sheen has had a, a pretty successful career money-wise, like making money. Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. He, he's been fortunate enough to not go the Nick Cage route and buy stupid things. He's bought things, I guess, that are still relevant and uh, make money. I don't know. I think people aren't a good thing to pay for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe you catch so. my drift there. Maybe so. Um, but uh, he just recently put up for auction. Uh, a Babe Ruth World Series baseball ring that he owned. Okay. Um, now, 
Do you guys know what's going on in the life of Charlie Sheen? I, I know he has an illness. He does, which he is now being sued for. Correct. Multiple times over. Oh. Um, he may have given it to some people. And now he's oh. selling a ring, and he, he, he says it's just because I've enjoyed my time. It's time for someone else. I think he needs the money. I don't. You don't uh, think he needs the money? No, no. He actually, I think he needs the money. He signed with FX uh, like two years ago, a $100 million deal when they re-upped anger management. What's anger management? It's the, he has a TV show right now with FX. Oh, does he? Is it called yeah. Anger Management? Mm-hmm. And I thought that was the, the movie with Ben Stiller. It, so this this show was essentially the character from Two and a Half Men. Okay, is now a is therapist. It, is it still on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, the deal was like a, it was rather unprecedented at the time. You know, FX they do crazy deals. They uh, do. For example, uh, with Louis C.K. I like him. Uh, who's hilarious? With Louis C.K., they don't actually see the show. Until he turns it in like a day before it airs. <laughs> we um, trust you. They were the only network that would agree to that deal. And that's why he signed with him. He took way less money. He was also at the time allegedly fielding offers from one of the movie stations. Wow. HBO or Showtime. Wow. But they would not give him the final cut of any show. They were like, well, no, we still have people. We want to vet it. And he was like, eh, not interested. Then I don't have to do it. Right, because it didn't Louis C.K. I want to be able to final cut all my stuff. Well, Louis C.K. with that show, didn't he like self-produce that, like poured all Completely. of his own money into that? So um, it was basically like make or break for him at that point. Mm, I'm pretty sure I've seen an interview where he was like, the show I created, it was like make or break. If it didn't make, like I was broke. I had to start over. Yeah, he, yes, that was part of the deal was that he, the right, that's part of the deal that he got with FX. Then that's why they agreed to give him final cut because he was like, what if I pay for all of it? Right. Okay. Uh, but initially in the beginning, they were the only people who were even willing to negotiate about final cut. Uh, also, it's always something in Philadelphia. They picked up off of a pilot shot in their apartment. That's awesome. Completely un- like no one had ever heard of these people. No one knew who these people were. Charlie Day's hilarious. And they the name of the episode was Charlie Gets Cancer. And they just they, that was without Danny DeVito. Obviously. Right. Yeah, I think Danny DeVito like found them. Oh, okay. And and like was the middleman to connect the dots to Man, FX. I hope that happens to our pilot we shoot. That would be awesome. That oh, would be, awesome. be crazy. Danny DeVito um, just shows you know, up. Facebook is looking for original programming. Let's get this pilot shot and oh, send it to him. Okay, all right. We never we'll know be, we'll be Facebook's baby. But FX makes these crazy deals. And so they anger do. management like was in the middle of their second season. They were replacing Selma Blair with another actress. And also I like Charlie Blair. Sheen. I don't either. She's not in a lot I, of stuff. No, I, that like I her. Oh, she's not in a lot of stuff that I like. Do you like Hellboy? I, that's one of the few things she's Nailed in. It. That's well, all I need. Okay. All right, I guess. Done. That's it. One thing that's it, Joey's in forever. Done-zo. You did one thing I like? I don't know. Two things. There was two movies. I think she was way worse in the second one than she was in the first. I yeah. like Selma Blair. She's got um, that weird look about her. That's why I don't like her. Like I don't trust. <laughs> that's why she's I got like her. like weird bad actress eyes. I don't like. I don't think she even knows bad what she's doing. Eyes. Yeah, she um, got that Maisha Tate look for me. You know that one weird eye, lazy uh, eye. Can't stand that chick either. I love that chick. I I'm like, a little less. I like that girl's body. I'm Maisha a little Tate. less excited that she got her nose bump fixed because now she looks normal. Too, yeah, normal. And I I have no shot at normal. Right. That's true. That's fair. So anyway, the, yeah. When 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 they were kind of redoing some stuff for the show, retooling it a little bit. They re-upped him for, I think, 100 more episodes, and they basically gave him $100 million. Is he all the way up? I mean, he's loaded. And he was making a ton of money with... Two and a half men. Yeah, man. But, I mean, these lawsuits have got to be killing it, man. Not really, because they're new. He actually was getting extorted by these people, and they were taking a bunch of money from him, extorting him. They were like, you know, you need to pay us money, or we'll go public with, with the allegations that we're now suing you about. And so... I don't know. I, I feel like he's probably doing pretty good money-wise, but he... Isn't he also trying to shop like a, a another major league baseball yeah, movie? Yeah, he wants to make another... Yeah, he, but I think it's just because Charlie Sheen likes making stuff. 
I think he's I winning. Th I think he's. I, I he think, always wins. I think genuinely he likes to be on TV and in movies, and so I think that's why he pursues these kind of projects. You think he would have been better if he went by Charlie Estevez instead? No, I think I think he needed the Sheen name in the beginning, <laughs> yeah. honestly. Oh, but uh, they both had pretty good careers. But no, I don't think he Emilio. Needs the, I don't think he needs the money. I think he. You know, you think he's just selling it because he's selling it? Yeah, because here's how you know if he would need the money. Okay. Okay. It would be the Johnny Depp scenario where people are suing him for the money that he owes them. You know, now he might be getting in trouble again for the whole Australia thing. Johnny Depp? Yeah. What now? Well, you, you know the story about the Australia thing. Yeah, because the girlfriend brought the dogs. Right, and you're not allowed to do and that. It, no, you're not. You're right, very so much not. So they supposedly settled it, but then I just read another article where the prime minister is looking at reopening or something or now charging him or something like that. So, okay. He's just going downhill for the J-Dip. Yeah, well, J-Dip, he oh, apparently was a little out of touch. There should be something I want to talk about, though. Uh, when people get in trouble with stuff, hiring lawyers. Okay, okay. We talked okay. about we, this during yeah. the break. Let's do okay. this. We got so, time. All right. So I'm going to mention political names, but this isn't a political thing. This is just these high-profile people are kind of the easiest people to name. So growing up, my mom always used to tell us, because I wasn't the best kid. And she was like, listen, if you ever get arrested, you don't say a word. You mm -mm. don't say a word. Do not say a word. You you call me or in, you call a lawyer. In that you scenario. You do not say a word. In that scenario, less is more. And she said, Corey, I know you. You're, 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 oh, such, a, you're such a smart butt. You would probably try. Word. You would probably try and talk your way out of whatever it is, and you would probably get yourself in more trouble because they're, they're they might be smarter than you, Corey. So don't <laughs> talk. Just, just say nothing. Just say nothing. So when these high-profile people, my hire, mom on the other hand, told me go to a, a country where you can't get extradited. Right. Well, that's good advice too. It really is. She said, if something happens, leave the country. And and what really reaffirmed that to me in the modern setting is i watched that documentary on netflix the making a murderer yeah i never watched it and uh it's really interesting but in the beginning both the guy who they wind up later basically saying may or may not have killed this person mm -hmm. and the, the documentary really makes it look like he doesn't do it right the prosecutor has since said oh there's things you guys don't know but the case is pretty weak the other right. the uh, the one of the reasons he gets convicted and even charged is they connect him to an accomplice who's a who's a kid who mentally is like right at the level which is like his nephew, right? His nephew. And the kid is like mentally right at the level where he's he's borderline, borderline. whether or not he's even supposed to be in special school or not. Okay. And the cops bus. are talking to him without permission for like four hours. And they trick him into basically admitting all of right, it. Right, right. <clears throat> I read something on that. And that really convinced me that you need to have a lawyer present no matter what's oh, going yeah. on when you're dealing with the police. Just or because leave the country. The police have the obligation to solve a crime. And I'm not saying good or bad, whatever. But if you aren't involved in whatever's going on, you need to protect yourself to the utmost degree. Right, because, okay, here it is. I support the police. Yeah, absolutely. I back the blue. I, I would like but, to see all crimes solved. Yeah, right, but they they do have quotas. Right, they, they, and there's, and there's pressure. They do have pressure on them to solve cases, and, and, and they internally, try to wrap them up. And internally, they've got to feel pressure to get these things solved. Yeah, definitely. And so Nobody's perfect. No, Everyone makes mistakes. There's going to be mistakes. There's going to be mix-ups. The best way to protect yourself is lawyers. So, like, when mm -hmm. the election was going on, uh, in my family, there were people who said they, they, they didn't want to vote for Hillary because she hired a lawyer during the FBI now, investigation. I didn't vote for Hillary, but I don't blame her because what we're getting back well, exactly. to, hire you, a lawyer. You have to hire a lawyer. If anytime. you didn't study the law, hire a lawyer. Right, and then uh, leave the country. Yahoo posted. She was a lawyer. <laughs> right, she was a lawyer. However, you hire a lawyer. You hire a lawyer. Or leave the country. Running mm. for president, can't do that. I would um, still have left the And country. then now with the Russia investigation going on. Then I would have been on TV like doing you're, all my promotions. You're an like, idiot. Vote for me for president, but I'm not there. Right, I'll pardon so when myself. So things go wrong, it's not my fault. Right, you would get zero. I wasn't even there. Why would 
zero votes. I mean, you would not even be able to run ten, that. Ten, I, ten I'm, trillion votes. I don't right. think I would get zero votes. Someone would vote for me. At least ten. Yeah, at least. You, I guess you have Nico's vote. Apparently. I'd at least probably Boom, get three percent. At least three percent. So the Green Party can't get three percent. The out of the country party is okay, going to get three percent. One and a half percent. Because all those college kids are like, man, I like that guy. He's yeah. not even here. He's not even here. He, 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 that's he what I want to do. Like, he's doing it through social media. Yeah, I'm voting for that guy. So One and a half percent. Anyway, for president 2020. Anyway, Yahoo posted a headline where literally Trump hired lawyers about the Russia thing. That's not news. It shouldn't be news. It should just be a smart idea right. to protect yourself. Or he should leave the country. Stop, stop saying that. <laughs> He's I already mean, president. He can leave the country. Perha- perhaps on that one, maybe he, I, whatever. Nailed um, it. So Nailed anyway, it. Get away from the idea that hiring a lawyer is, is, bad. is bad, is bad. Right. it's become this stigma. And like cop shows always push that law and order. They're always like, well, did you do something wrong? And it's like, no, but I don't want to go to jail for a crime I right. didn't commit either. No, but I don't know what lingo you're about to throw at me. And this guy does. Right. So, this guy's going to help me out. Right. And you so you always yeah. need an insurance policy. Exactly. And you so, never go to a fight by yourself. Right. You bring a team that you Duh. train. Right. So all these things, when you get like, when you hear like Charlie Sheen and you hear like Johnny Depp are in these lawsuits or in these things, and you've got to get lawyers, you got to protect yourself. Got to and Johnny Depp people, had a lawyer. People are in the surprised very, that someone does the very basic of what they're supposed to. Right. Do. To protect their rights. So like for Johnny Depp and the kids and with the dogs in Australia. Right. Right. If he'd hired a lawyer on day one when he was when he, he was going there. would have been done by now. Right. The lawyer would have been like, hey, just you can't bring the dogs. Right. Can't do it, man. Can't do it. Right. Because he broke international law. Right. Or like the YouTube guy right. you guys talked about last week. If right. you had a lawyer, it'd be like. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't That's, talk to, to people. Don't no, talk to your fans. No, don't do unless that. Unless I approve it. Right. I'll scan your email for you. Let's scan out to a break here real quick. Uh, when we come back, who knows what's going to happen? Because this episode is going crazy. This is episode 64 of Nerd Thug Radio. Ugh. You didn't think I would do it. I was hoping you wouldn't. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. I'm all the way up. Hey guys, Nico DLG here with Nerd Thug Radio. And with school wrapping up and summer fast approaching, when the kids need out of the house, they should go to Space Cadets. With comic books, collectible card games, board games, role-playing games, and toys all in a family-friendly atmosphere, what more could a person ask for? Space Cadets Gaming Gaming has the largest Pokemon League in Texas and various events every day and especially weekends. Dungeons & Dragons, Family Game Night, and various other events regularly scheduled at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming on Robinson Road and in the Woodlands. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. What? what? We are all the way up. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. Don't forget you're listening to us every Monday, 1 to 3, Conroe's FM, 104.5. 106.1 Sister Stations and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Excellent movie, excellente. That's what I do. That's what we do. Did you introduce Nico? Yeah, he said Nico DLG. Did he? Okay. Yeah, you just can't hear him because he's meek like a mouse and mild like salsa. Only some salsas. Only some salsas. New York City. <laughs> you remember those commercials? <laughs> that was such New a good York thing. City. Oh, man, that was the good. Of course, got like a little. Horn on it. <laughs> and I don't even like paste piccati sauce. No, those commercials were great though. Yeah. Like the one where the tent was like four stories yeah. tall. Ali Savage <laughs> loves paste piccani and I think it's garbage. Well, I, I never need had it. I need yeah, right? I need the real deal stuff. I need real, real mm. salsa. Not that fake stuff. I like paste. I'm okay you with would paste. Like paste. I, but I'm not a salsa guy. Like I, I like salsa. I, I like don't hot seek stuff. out salsa. I like hot stuff and I like salsa. My kids get out on time. Oh, dad's putting more salsa on stuff. <laughs> Hot sauce on everything. We went to uh, when we were in Arkansas. <laughs> now it's just salsa. <laughs> nice. We went. We went to Arkansas. I texted you guys and I said I had two chicken fried steaks in six hours of each other. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, okay. So I hate the Cracker Barrel. 
What? I just don't like it. What? I don't like, I, I don't like it. I only like the breakfast. They have great cornbread. They do have a great breakfast. I, I mean, I think we've talked about this on the show enough to where when I go out to eat, I want to eat stuff that I know myself or my wife cannot cook. Right. Home cooking, we got that nailed down. Okay. I don't want to go pay for home cooking when I can get it at home. Uh, wow. But Ali Savage and Sadie Savage, they dig the Cracker Barrel. So guess where we have to go every stinking road trip? Well, you are outvoted. Yeah, I lost that rattle. So I was like, you know what? I'm getting me a chicken fried steak. So I did. And I put Cholula all over it, over the gravy. So good. So on gravy, you put Cholula. Yeah. yeah. That is disgusting. No, it's not. Don't That's all the way disgusting. Don't knock it till you try it because it's I all try the it. way up. No, see, there's, see? there's, there's see? kinds. There's certain. Yes. But that guy gets me. To be fair, I'll eat anything. Right. Um, so then. Like, Nico hasn't met a food yet that he can't chew and swallow. So that was about 6 p.m. And I had squid tentacles. We get to our hotel, and at about 11.30, they are hungry again, and they want to go to the IHOP. And so the IHOP was like, you know what? Screw you guys. I'm getting another chicken fried steak. You showed Bring them. Bring the Cholula back on the chicken fried steak. Oh, it's so really? good. It's so good. I do really want to try it now. It's good. Like, I, don't knock now, it. Now I'm wondering. I also like to put sriracha on my gravy. You not put a, sriracha on everything. I do. To be fair, I'm not a fan of sriracha. I love me some sriracha. It's disgusting. No, it's not. It's great. It's disgusting. You have to get the real deal sriracha, not the imitation stuff. You have to get the rooster brand sriracha yeah. for it to be quality sriracha. Right. There's no such thing as from, quality sriracha. From right. the Asian market. Right. They can get it anywhere now. It's if it so ain't big. got a rooster on it, it ain't good. Nope, that's true. It's that fact. It's true. So anyways, uh, in the break, we were talking about one of the greatest video games that's come out. Um, Ever? Recently. Recently. Uh, injustice, down injustice two. I wasn't, I wasn't sure. It was more of a question. <laughs> DLG, you played a little bit at, at, at the Casa de Savage, didn't you? No. Oh, we didn't get a chance. Was updating. No. Yeah, because amateur hour over there, Joey. <laughs> he doesn't understand now. When you buy video games in the real world, now you have to plug them in as soon as you get them, so they can go through all of their updates right. and so do I, all of their downloads. So I go pick it up, right. and DLG comes over, and we put it in, and it's like thirteen hours. Like, well. Right. Let's start drinking. Now, keep in mind, we'd already been in the pool and drinking and eating dinner. Like, I'd been in there for five or six hours already. <laughs> so, I might have had a chance to play if he'd been a grown up and put it in. When and he, he stayed it. five or six hours more. Right. So, we pro- I probably could have played a match if he'd have been a grown up. A single. But we didn't. We did not. But I've been playing the heck out of it lately. And it is dope. Way so better than the first. Did it, does it come with all the unlockable characters no. already? You got to. Yeah. So, them? okay. So, right now, when, it, when, it, when, you, when you fire up the game. Uh, you have two people. You've got two characters that you have you, that are available to purchase. One is um, Apocalypse, and not Apocalypse. One is Dark Side. I'm <laughs> dark sorry. Side. One's Dark Side, and the other is Red Hood. That's, that's a heck of a crossover, yeah. right? right? One's, one's Dark Side, and, and one's one's Red Hood. Okay. Um, and then there's like eight other ones that they haven't unveiled yet. Right. Like okay. now, I know one of them is Sub Zero, one of them is Raiden, and one of them is uh, Starfire. Okay. But those haven't become available. Oh, As right. of yet. Can yeah. I tell you my opinion on the Mortal Kombat guys being in the game? Yeah, go ahead. I'm, I don't like it. I don't either. Be- I would much rather it be like a real DC character. Right. I want more slot. like this is a DC fighting game. Like right. they did DC versus Mortal Kombat already. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't need I don't need it's any more. It's just because they want to throw in their own characters. Right. I, I wasn't it's the same it's the same company. I don't care. But but this game it's it's so much bigger than the first one, which I mean, a lot of times newer, like the newer versions, go go bigger and stuff. But then a lot of times they don't live up to the original hype, right? Or they um, or they miss the key ingredient right. from the first one because they're trying to change something, right? So this one's got a great storyline. As I'm watching, I almost texted you the other night. Like we're we're playing through the story mode, and Ali Savage is like, "Is this a, a movie, you guys are?" Or what? Because she's doing her art stuff, right? Like, no, this is the video game cutscene. She's like, "This is ridiculous." Like, <laughs> and the story's so good. And in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, "This is the best version of Superman they've ever done." 
Like the Injustice Superman is amazing. Well, the first, I mean, the first video game was so good that it spawned a right. comic book that's still going on right now. Like I've never been a huge fan of Superman. Like I like Superman. Superman, everyone knows him. Hey, hey Superman. Hey, 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 but hey, as I'm watching the story mode un, un, uh, unfold, right, I'm like this Superman is awesome. Like <laughs> I could read this Superman every day. Uh, but the story modes, it, it's 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 good. The only difference is so in the first one. You basically get a chance to play every single character in the story mode. Okay. Uh, this one, you don't. There are some of the villains that you don't get to take control of. Uh, you fight them, but you don't. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's more of a proper story instead of right. uh, like an arcade mode. Story. Right. Well, in the first game, like they did a really good job of writing it because they basically, the story kind of hands off like a baton to all of the characters. Right, right, right. So you at least play a couple of fights as each character. And But the cool thing with this one is also as a story... No, progresses is it's usually two two or three i think it's just two characters that are entering into a story and so whenever you fight you can choose to play as either one like you're not oh okay. you're not stuck so like there's one story where you're either black adam or you're aquaman i'm just not a fan of aquaman like i'm better with black adam so i don't right. have to you don't have to force yourself to aquaman right so um the story's pretty good. So, Nico, during the break, you were asking about oh, the, Joker, the Joker, right? Because he so, definitely died the first time. <laughs> right. Well, he died the first time, so I was thinking the same thing. Superman it's, punches his heart out. Well, then they had the Joker from the other reality. I think he died, too. Um, oh, really? Yeah. And so oh, I'm like, yeah. okay, well, how does this... Yeah, he does die, because Harley Quinn becomes... She's a good guy in this in this one. Right. And so I'm thinking, myself, man, how do they get this Joker in there? Because they unveiled that he was going to be in it. Right. And basically, I saw the trailer and very confused. Yeah. So basically, it's um, there's, there's a... Uh, a section or an episode of the the game, I guess, where they're fighting um, Scarecrow and Deadshot, and Scarecrow does something and makes Harley Quinn hallucinate that she's now the Joker's right there. So she's like fighting an hallucination of the Joker. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So they wrote it in really well. And yeah, that is cool. And after she beats him, you don't see the Joker anymore. That's cool. Oh, that's now clever. he's a playable character. Like. Yeah, he's throughout. the Joker. I mean, he's a big deal. Right, but you don't you don't see him anywhere else. He's not he's not actually like right. in the story. That's it's, cool. It's awesome. So little spoiler. So your Brainiac is the the big villain. The big villain, right? Right. So when you get to the end of the game and you beat Brainiac and you have to beat him with like three different like beat him three times in a row and he's not easy. You're like, oh, I've just beat the game. No, the game continues. Now there's incorrect. Yeah. Now there's now after you beat him, all of a sudden Superman and Batman are now back head-to-head against each other. Right. And then you get to choose which path. Do you want to take Superman's team or do you want to take Batman's team and you got to finish playing? I haven't finished yet, but... uh did you choose? Cool. Uh, you I chose get, Batman? I didn't get to choose, but Sadie oh. Savage did choose Batman because I would have chose Superman because this Superman is awesome. Really? Yeah, he... Just the storyline with him is great. It's definitely an interesting take on Superman and it starts from the first game. In the uh-huh. first game, I feel like we can talk pretty freely about this because the game was right, literally right, given away on PlayStation Network at uh-huh. one point. Um, in the first game... The Joker, his duel with Batman gets so out of hand that Lois Lane gets caught in the crossfire and killed. Joker tricks Clark Kent into killing Lois Lane. Correct. And so then at that point, Superman snaps. Right. The The difference between Batman and Superman has always been Batman doesn't cross that line. Right. Superman, or Superman won't cross that line. Batman occasionally, right. he gets Teeters pretty close. Line. He gets yeah. pretty close. And so Superman just loses it. His heart is gone. His heart is broken. Mm-hmm. He then decides he can better protect the entire world. Right. He starts off by killing the Joker to make the world a better place. Right. Um, and then he from did. there, it's a rapidly slippery slope. Uh, also in that game, it ends... It, it, well, it ends, obviously, with Batman and his side winning. However, during that game, he also... He kills Shazam at one point. Uh-huh. 
And so I noticed in the story for this one, in the clips I've seen, Shazam's not in it. Nope. Black Adam is replacing him. Right. And I think that's kind of cool that that's they really picked clever. up in that from that same universe yeah. that Shazam is now not in it. He's probably a fightable character, I'm no. guessing. He's not? Mm-mm. That's even, no, that's really cool. Yeah, they stuck to assume, it. I would assume he's probably like maybe like a costume change for Black Adam. He probably. Is. He is. That's cool. That's so cool. one of the cool things about it is, is you can unlock gear for your your fighters yeah because kind of the first previews of this was like armor yeah, so basically when you, you you collect mother boxes and you decode them and you get different stuff and it's basically basically upgrades to okay. each character and it's all random so you don't know what's going you don't choose Ooh. Ooh. And then you can equip the, uh... it and it like gives different like uh stat boosts and makes your character look different you're customizing them different uh like the the Robin, I play with Robin a lot because he's dope. But like they've, he's got one where he can have his hood up, or the hood comes down if you can get a different mask or something. Huh. Uh, that's pretty cool. That's and then neat. Uh, they also have a thing once you beat because in the other game once you beat it you're pretty much done. Like there's nothing else to do. Right. Uh, this one though, even when the game's over, they have the multiverse, and you go into the multiverse and it's constantly changing, and they have like different um, like scenarios you can play through. Okay. Like uh, there's one I just did where. You're on one one multiverse or one you know universe, and the, the multiverses are colliding, and so you're having to like fight the bad guys to stop. So as you're fighting, the screen flips upside down, like the, the oh. universe is all crazy. So you're trying to fight upside down. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, and there's one where like you're you're helping Superman, so you can call in Superman to like help you kind of like Marvel Capcom style. Okay, oh, he comes in and does stuff. Yeah, and it's constantly changing. So. You might get into one world and defeat one task, and then it'll go away. It might not come back for, like, two or three days. And then you got to go back in and do the next task. That's cool. Yeah, so it, it keeps you on your toes. Um, I also noticed that Aquaman, they're trying to start slowly morphing him towards the Jason Momoa yep. Aquaman. And so they put a bunch of tattoos on this right. still blonde white Aquaman. But then also he started to grow, like, a little bit of a beard in the yeah, comic books. that's where they're getting to. Like, they're slowly they're going to turn him into Jason Momoa. Yeah, and Black Manta, I believe, is going to be an unlockable character. Really want um, to the talk is he's going to be in the Aquaman movie, so that doesn't surprise me. Well, I think they they had uh, like shots of him when they were doing the releases, but I can no see his doesn't. outline. Ah, uh, okay. Like, ah, he's got the weird big dome I head. I think that's Black Manta. Yeah, probably. It's pretty obvious. Fun. Watch it be someone yeah. completely different. Yeah. It's Plastic Man in Black <laughs> yeah. Manta form. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Robin's definitely my favorite character. That'd be the best. Okay. So far. How's Supergirl? Uh, she's kind of similar to Superman, same kind of stuff. Sadie sense. Savage loves her because it's Supergirl. Why not? Uh, but yeah, uh, I could run down the list, but we're getting close on time here, and yeah, we're about to be at the bottom of the hour on this show. So let's jump out, take a break. We get back. It's going to be the weekly top three. Uh oh, listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Hey guys, it's the unlocally famous Joey Savage with Nerd Thug Radio. You know that you're listening to the show. I want to talk about my friends over at Wild Thing Restaurant, 1488 I-45. They have the hottest girls, the coldest beer, the best food in all of Conroe. Get on down there, see the girls dressed up in them short blue jean shorts, them cowboy boots. They're going to treat you real nice. Ask for our girl Rocky when you're there. She'll take care of you. Just tell her Nerd Thug Radio sent you. That's Wild Thing Restaurant, I-45, 1488. Best scenery in town. Stop me, I'm all the way up. All the way up. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, the Captain Joey Savage. Core DLG. Nico DLG. It's the top of the hour here on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. The sister stations. And that means for Nerd Thug Radio, it is time. It's time. Yeah, okay. I the like weekly that. top three. Boom. 
Corey D on the mic today. We're gonna spit something different. Gonna tell a little hey. I got stories to say. I got people to entertain. Nerd Thug Radio all, all on our way. This is the weekly top three. This is what we do. We tell you stories, we tell you jokes, and we tell you things that we like. This time it's about American patriotism. A minor about movies. I think Joey did something else. We're hanging out, doing our talks, having our good times. Everybody enjoys it while I spit these terrible rhymes. Here we are, Nico DLG, Corey DLG, and Joey K on the mic. Boom! Don't ever use my Christian name again. <laughs> so this week, uh, tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow is 4th of July. Is 4th of July. We're uh, celebrating America. Popping off fireworks, y'all. Boom! Independence Day. What year was that, Nico? Uh, 1776. Good. So right. happy. I'm yes. so happy right now. Woo! Almost yeah. fired our producer mid-show. Judge that bullet. <laughs> so in honor of tomorrow I being... I really think about that one. <laughs> in honor of tomorrow being Independence Day, Day. Uh, we are going to list our favorite American moments in pop culture. Yes. In pop culture, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. So... As we uh, do here on the Nerds Dog Radio, we let the worst of us go first. All right, here we go, guys. Nico D.O.G., go. When Nick Cage stole the Declaration of Independence. Uh, I'm okay with this. Yeah, you, that's okay on. I like it. Boom. Because America and Nick America. Cage. I feel like real-life Nick Cage also would have stolen <laughs> yeah, the Declaration of Independence. I feel like Nick Cage probably tried to buy it. Right. It's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I want to buy that. No, you can't have yeah. that. No, 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 I'm going to buy it. Well, you know what? We're stealing it, guys. Right. How much, how much can I get for at least a million copies that look identical to it? Do you think that was the genesis of how they pitched that movie? Was Nick Cage trying to really buy <laughs> yeah. it? And they were like, you can't. They what if like, I steal it? Whoa, That's a great movie. What a great movie. Yeah. Genius. That was the best movie ever. I watched it at least 10,000 But You times. know, it was it was actually really entertaining, and the second one was just as good. Uh, that one was even funnier, though, because like the it followed the storyline where the couple had gotten together, and now they were divorcing, and so now they they don't even want to be around each other even more that time. It was funny. I That movie was really funny. Nick Cage nailed it. Nick, he, High quality Nick Cage. You know what? You know what that just shows, though? If you work hard and make 100 movies, you're going to accidentally make at least two decent ones. Yes. Yeah. Matchstick Men and... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, I meant both independent, or both national treasures. Oh, uh, Lords, Lords of War. Really <laughs> Lords of War? That was a great movie. That was decent. That was a really so good what, movie. So, okay, let's say Nick Cage has made 120 movies. Okay. How many do you think are good? 15. Okay, all right. Both okay. gross writers. <laughs> all right, so whatever number comes out of his mouth is now void. <laughs> You're done. Yeah. Void. You're done, uh, I would say, yeah, probably that 15. About 15. Somewhere 15 to 20. Gotta be. I mean, the one where he jumps out of the plane dresses Elvis. That's a good one. Um, there's the one moments. with uh, the uh, Mark Millar, Millar movie. I can't really say the name on. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That one, that one. Um, with Hit Girl. Kick Butt. Kick Butt. That's the, right. uh, that's the one. version. That's that was the a good one. movie. He was that, was, that was an I mean, excellent movie. He was a star, but he was in it. Right. So no, no. Like I said, counts. if you make 120 movies, you're going to make... So it counts. Yeah. And then there's totally. Ghost Rider 2 with Idris Elba. Whoa. Ghost Rider 1. <laughs> Even worse. All right. So Corey DLG, what's your uh, number three? So my number three is uh, based on that era. Okay. It is the movie starring Mel Gibson. The Patriot. The Patriot. Nailed it. It was like the like the arrival party of Heath Ledger. Young young Heath Ledger. Um, it also was essentially the American version of Braveheart. It was the sequel. Um, the unofficial sequel. <laughs> it really was. Like, like, it was basically the same it, thing but the Patriot. Right. It was now, Braveheart, but it was American. And so no face great. paint and guns. Right. Like so like still that's, the that's tragedy okay. and then like right. three war scenes. Yeah. Love and the slow parts in the middle, right. and then he dies. And then he dies. No, he doesn't die. No, he didn't die he, in that one. That one. Yeah, that His time speaks to me. Spoiler alert. Heath Ledger dies in that one. Heath Ledger dies in that one. He Tragic. takes the bullet in this one. 
Yeah. Gibson was like, look, I died in the Braveheart. I'm not dying right. in this one. But but honestly, like the American version, I don't die. This was such a big moment for he like this was like the start of Heath Ledger in big well, movies. Though. I don't Man. think. Really? really? Yeah, I don't think it did as great I, as they thought. It was called The Patriot. How could so, it have done bad? We can look it up, but... I, I mean, I'm, I'll Google it, but I, I'm i going to say off the top of my head, I Google think it. it. You Google it on Wikipedia. Why? Why not? I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't... I don't. Google it, Wikipedia, Google it. and right. you can look down with oh, like the, the first page. It'll say they budget do, yeah, they and do, do then how much it made. He's not wrong. It's just weird. It's not weird. So can I jump to my number three where you're looking at? Or yeah, yeah, do it, do it, do it, do it. All right, so my number three is wrestling related okay okay exciting so we're gonna take you back to july 5th 1993 all right it wasn't the, alive here the, we go the wwf at this time there's a young nine-year-old joey savage <laughs> who is really sad because hulk hogan is no longer wrestling in the wwf this is correct oh, no and he was really big on like america and and eating your vitamins and stuff and so he was there there was no american hero and uh at the time the champion was Yokozuna. You remember Yokozuna? I do, I this do. huge Japanese like, sumo, wrestler sumo wrestler style wrestler. He had his own okay. Japanese manager and an American handler. And so uh, <laughs> on July 5th, so back then wrestling, there wasn't pay-per-view every month. There was like four major pay-per-views, like one small one, and they would just do these different like events and stuff. So this time they decided to do this event on July 5th in New York on the USS Intrepid. So can you imagine like they're being doing- Being on an aircraft carrier? Yeah, being on an aircraft carrier doing a thing. So well, they now play basketball, college basketball, right. aircraft carriers. I think that's really interesting. So this is 93, right? And so at that time, Yokozuna's like, you know, America is no good, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. So he's, he's yeah, like, talking trade. he's the champion, and he's basically like, he's issuing a body slam challenge. Like, nobody can pick him up because this dude's like 600 pounds. And so that's like the big thing they're building around. And all these like football players, NFL players come try to do it. They don't do it. Like wrestlers are there. They're trying to do it. And like when time's about to run out and you just think all hope is lost for America— here comes a helicopter out of nowhere, and it lands, and out comes Lex Luger in this American getup, <laughs> like this jacket stuff, and the crowd goes wild, and I'm like watching, and I'm like all pumped, you know, nine-year-old savage. He runs in, and Yokozuna tries to run away, and he hits him against the ropes. When he comes back, he picks him up, and he body slams him, and America won. It was it sounds great. like the greatest moment ever. It was awesome. Lex Luger never did anything remotely great after that. But in that moment... You just needed that one. He saved America. He saved America. Nico, what's your number two? All right, here we go, boys. This is the first battle when... Uh, the greatest the greatest uh, battle between America and any any foreign enemy ever. Okay. Uh, Captain America punches Hitler in the face. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I like it. I like it a lot. Did he, like... Was it like a... a, a uh, did he actually... No, he didn't punch Hitler. It was like a, a, a play, right? I don't know. I think no, it was, was like, like it wasn't it real was, Hitler. It was like it was a, a play. Yeah, yeah, it was so a when play. he gets to Germany, he's like, "I've punched Hitler in the face like over a hundred times." Yeah, yeah. we're like, "What?" <laughs> That's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good one. Captain America could be on my list later down the road. Mm-hmm. He's like the ultimate American hero. He is America. Like he, when when you think comic book characters in America, you have to think Captain America and Superman. I think those are the two. Right. Yeah. 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 He even has America in his name. That's true. Captain America. So real quick, there's some really weird stuff I didn't know about this yeah, movie. Yeah, so go ahead. See? Okay. All right. So looked it up. Uh, it basically doubled its money. It had a budget of 110 million. It wound up doing uh, a little over 200 million. Right. There. And they projected to do way more. It probably was supposed to do. I don't know about way more because this is a little bit further back in time. Uh, it it never passed though. It was always behind the Perfect Storm, which came out the same weekend. Oh, that movie was good. George Clooney, Mark Wahlberg. Uh, but anyway, apparently there was a critic uh, by the name of Manning. Okay. David Manning. And uh, I, I'm not sure if they're saying that he was made up, but Sony either used his quotes completely out of context or whatever. 
and he even did an interview um, and the voice of Manning was provided by a computer voice synthesizer. That's awesome. So I'm not sure if he's completely fake or if he wasn't doing these reviews. Uh, but so there was a lawsuit and Sony made an out-of-court settlement and agreed to refund $5 each to dissatisfied customers who saw this and four other films in American theaters as a result of his reviews. That's so great. <laughs> Is that not the weird? Like they made up someone to give positive right. reviews to movies? That's awesome. I think that's, they've done that's that. Weird. Yeah, I, I've that's weird. I've heard them doing great. that. That's I've heard them doing bit. that before. I've never. That's. I never. That is. Did you Did you hear what uh, Hannibal Burris? I think his name Hannibal Burris. The uh, the, comedian? the comedian. Yeah. So you know he's in Spider Man Homecoming. Okay. He plays like the gym teacher or whatever. Okay. And so I guess he was obligated to make an appearance at the uh, red carpet premiere uh-huh. and didn't want to go. So he held a casting call the morning of and paid a lookalike five hundred bucks to show up to the event for him. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so here's this Hannibal Burris lookalike, and everyone could tell that it wasn't him and this guy was like doing interviews for him <laughs> genius <laughs> how great is that my only issue with that like I'm gonna send my it's a funny bit right and he's he is a comedian he's like right, a, he's right, like right. a kind of gorilla style he's comedian he's also the comedian that broke the bill cosby stuff right but my my, my big question is why wouldn't you want to go to the i don't know maybe he's doesn't like red carpet stuff i don't I know maybe I mean, he just really despises that all seems people. like one of the big perks of making a movie is going to the parties right, right? But anyway, I mean, what's your number three? I, here's, here's I already got my number three. Oh, and I told right. this big, awesome, long story, and then Nico went to his number I didn't two. I wasn't. And, you know, your one no, ear wasn't listening. We're already back to you. What the heck? We're back to you. Oh, it's me again? Yeah, we've we're got a minute and a half for your number two. Do you want to do it or do you just yeah, want to Yeah, no. It could, no, we could, I'm going to do it here Go. because my number two Go. is actually that the last couple Die Hard movies have come out on 4th of July. Yeah. And, like, they do it on, like, they play patriotic music in the trailers and all that. And like there's there's very little that's American. Well, I don't know. I guess it's like 100 percent American. Didn't really one come out on, the first one came out on Christmas. Didn't yeah, it? the first one was basically people Christmas. Were like, What's your favorite Christmas movie? Die Hard. Right. And What's actually, your favorite uh, July Fourth movie? Die Hard too. Die Hard Four. Point. Like <laughs> I love those movies, man. Die Hard Four and Five because one of them was like Die Harder or something. Yeah. I don't know. Like, that was like the last one, I think. <laughs> die Hard. Where his like, right. son was in it or something. Yeah, his son's like a CIA operative in Russia, and he goes to Russia because he he just wants oh. to reconnect with his son, and he winds up in the middle of this like crazy gang right, war right. thing. They're stupid. They're fun. They They're are. dumb. Um, Alec Rickman. The chick is uh, Mary Winchester, whatever her name is. Oh. Elizabeth. I always, I always get it wrong. The Elizabeth Winchester or something like okay. that. Okay. She, uh, she was the daughter that's in the fourth one, with uh, the guy from the Apple commercials. Okay. Justin Long, and Justin Long's like the hacker guy. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He's like yeah. the perfect pair for Bruce Willis because Bruce Willis is so tough. Yeah. Does John McCain, and every time like he, he just dodged a helicopter and he's bleeding. He's like, uh, Justin Long's like, are you all right? Are you all right? He's like, yeah, I'm okay. Are you okay? He's like, oh, my asthma's acting up a little bit, but I think I'm all right. Like, it's such a perfect, like. <laughs> like Bruce Willis a... was also in G.I. Joe, too. That's yes, Ameri- he was. That's American right there. Right, and then. Um, He's the original Joe. The Mockingbird girl from S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh-huh. was uh, Andrea Palecki or, or something like, or something like that. that. I'm probably Anyway, she's like, are that. you okay? And he's like, my blood pressure's a little high. Yeah. <laughs> He's the original Joe. He stole Justin Long's bit. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He took it from that for he that movie. He stole Justin Long's we bit. We just connected yeah. the dots. Six degrees of Justin Long. We just did it. <laughs> He's in nothing, man. Like that Justin guy, Long? Yeah, man. He was in a bunch of funny stuff when he was younger, and then and he then kind of disappeared. Do you remember then... Accepted? That was such yeah, a great movie. that was movie. a great movie. I loved uh, For a second, I was like, I'm going to start an online college. That is <laughs> an awesome movie. One of my favorite comedies. Yeah. That that also has Jonah Hill. Yeah. yeah fat Jonah Hill. Yeah. Way Have you fat. seen him now? He, Holy yeah. crud, that dude's Man. weight fluctuates like uh But now he's like my blood super skinny. Yeah. Like, go to Hollywood and just like get on the plan, man. Right. Uh let's plan out to a break here real quick. When we come back, I'll give you my number twos and then we'll get everybody's number ones. Whoop up. Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Yeah, he's the friend and he's like holding the sign up and Hey guys. Joey Savage here. 
time to talk about the best place in Conroe Woodlands to play Pokemon, Dungeons and Dragons, or Heroclix. That's right, Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Located off of Robinson Road in Oak Ridge, it's your number one stop for anything gaming related. Mention Nerd Thug Radio when you walk in, they'll give you 10% off something. Buy your girlfriend something, your daughter, your kid, your mom, your dad, or your dog, or yourself. That's Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Uh. Right in the middle of the Weekly Top 3, but you're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5. 106.1. Sister Station. Yeah. I don't know why I did that to you. But no, it's good, man. Hey, it we, felt right. It felt right. If it, Audible. Hey, if it feels right, just do it, man. Mm, no comment. If it feels right, just do it. No comment. Nico DLG's back there on the ones and twos. Hey, guys. What's going on? AKA the mouse pad buttons. Ones and twos, ones and twos. Clickety-click. No, I can see that. Clickety-clickety-click. Uh, don't forget, catch us, facebook.com backslash Radio. If you've missed any of the show, the podcast... Shame will, on you. The podcast will drop tomorrow. You better watch all of that. Also, the first segment of the show will air on the YouTube uh, this afternoon. Yes. Uh, and then if you uh, like to watch TV every Tuesday, Thursday on My City TV at 3 o'clock on Suddenlink here in Conroe, Texas and surrounding areas... You can watch this show on the television. That's right. That's oh the best place gosh. to view us, I feel so like. So listen, guys, we're everywhere. So if you you know need to get your 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 business out there, your name out there, just uh, drop us a line on Facebook.com. Yeah, we're in more places than your mama. Radio. We, uh, oh, that was dirty. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we can help you and you can help us get to that next level. The next level. Dun, 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 the next level. I mean, I'm all the way up, so I don't understand how I can't. Uh, we, there are no more levels. Yeah, there are. There's another we wanna, one. We want to go galactic. And another one. And another another galactic. One. So we're in the middle of the weekly top three in honor of tomorrow being July 4th, Independence Day. Happy birthday, America. Happy Woo! birthday, America. Nico, what year is that? 1776. Nice. We are talking Eat about it, our, Britain. our favorite. Yeah. Our favorite. We, we beat them up so bad, they became our best friend. <laughs> yeah. But that's typical guy fight, right? Right, yeah. Like, when men fight, they're friends afterwards. Right, because that's respect, bro. That's right. Respect. 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 You hit like a little girl, but I respect you because you swung. Respect. Put respect on my name. Right. Um, you better put some respect on my name. So we're doing our favorite American moments in pop culture. Uh, so we've had some pretty good ones so far. Nico, your number three was? Nick Cage stealing the Constitution. Your number two was? Uh, Captain America punching Hitler. Corey, your good. number three was? My number three was the movie The Patriot. And your number two was? Was uh, the, the Die Hard movie. And my number three was Lex Luger body slamming Yokozuna in 1993. Winning for America. Right. So my True. number two is, I'm going to go Zach here. I'm going to go Ty. Uh, because I, so it's I, a top 17 now. Right. Quite frankly, I just couldn't decide on a great number two, so I went two number twos. Okay. Okay. Uh, so it's going to be a tie with uh, Rocky Four. Where he uh, fights. That's when they fight on Mars, right? No. That's a good one. No, that's where he uh, fights the Russian guy. Ivan oh. Drago. Yeah. Ivan Drago. Represents America. Who killed Apollo Creed in the ring. Right. So, like, this is for Tragic. America. This right. is this America. America. This is America versus Russia. Russia. This is Cold War stuff. This is right. Cold War. Diggity down. I think mm. he's, wearing, he's wearing Apollo Creed, like, American boxer trunks, I think, in this one. I'm not mistaken. Apollo Creed was? No. Apollo Creed did all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. I think Rocky War. Yeah, because it's it's it was right. it was America right. versus Russia. So that was that was a really really tough tie. And then my number my other tie is another thing that involves America and Russia is uh, Mighty Ducks 2. 
Okay. You know, uh, is that Russia or is that a? It I was think it's the Russia. Iceland team. Right? Oh no, it was Iceland. Yeah, right. that's but not when, the same thing. And though. they were all no, man size. Like it's yeah. like a children's hockey league, and they're like all six. Mighty foot Ducks tall. was literally one of my favorite that movies growing up. And then D two, they represent America and yeah, the and junior, junior Olympics. Olympics. Yeah. and they're representing America. It's like beautiful. Uh, also, they break all roster rules and pick up a kid from East LA right there in the middle of everything. Yeah. They're yeah. like, hey, guy who can knuckle puck it, join Come this Olympic roster. It basically can't like do that. yeah, it basically oh, like can't stop me. reminisces the 1980 Olympic team. Whenever oh, they, do you believe in miracles? Yeah, the miracle on ice. And uh, so those are my two number twos. Like I couldn't pick. They're my only ones from movies. They're just such great representations of America. You know what's really interesting about that team, the yeah. Miracle on Ice team? Yeah, go ahead. Those guys never really went on to other. Uh-uh. Those like that was their moment. Was and that was it. Done. And like even the coach, I think he was a small college coach, uh-huh. and he went back to coach that small college. Uh, and I believe he actually. Died in a car accident not too long ago uh, now. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. He either drunk driving or he fell asleep at the wheel. I'm trying to remember what it was now. Probably both. But I mean, okay, all right. Uh, but uh, could be, right? Could be, yeah. But like that was kind of it. Yeah. Like those people. Never did anything else. I was kind of like that because like they didn't try and like bank on it. Yeah, like I didn't. Just, you, you never saw. Right. You never saw one of them like this is crazy Teddy from the 80 Olympic Miracle Team. Come buy my mattresses. Right. Like, that would did, be awesome. I, no, I think I would hate that guy. I think I would hate Crazy Eddie at that point. I would love Crazy Eddie at that point. <laughs> That's just a moment. I was so, so, I was on okay. the third rotation. I was a D I was a D back. So okay, so speaking of the Olympic Olympic uh <laughs> medalist and people who represent American Olympics. Okay. Do you, do you feel like you're pretty up to date like with people who represent America? Like, I can name one of the female gymnasts, not for any good reason. Like the big and names? I can name one of the swimmers. Okay, that's it. That's Michael, it. Well, Michael then, Phelps. Here we go. Oh, yeah. I can name two of the swimmers. Well, then, well, then, then, <laughs> Ryan Lochte. And I guess I'll just skip <laughs> this. It. I guess I'll just skip this story. It's a mute point. Oh, what? Go on. I wanna... If I said the name Jenny Finch, would you know who that was? No. Okay. Well, then there's a mute doesn't point. Sound familiar? So no. Jenny Finch is the most famous softball player in the world. Oh, you're American right. Ever, okay, she was right? a pitcher. Yeah, she was a pitcher for yeah. the Olympic team. She was on the last Olympic team. If you just said Jenny Finch softball, right? I would have. I would have got there. So like, I'm on Facebook the other day. And she Facebook friended you? No, no, no. She liked but, you. Um, one of I mean, my she followed um, the page. One of my boys that I coach, okay. his sister plays very competitive softball. Okay. And they were in. I think she's from like Louisiana or somewhere around there. Uh, but she ho- hosts a huge. It's called like the Jenny Finch Classic. And it's okay. Like every year, and it's like that makes one sense. of the biggest like softball draws for you know uh, little league softball, blah, blah blah. And so her, the, my my uh, one of my boys, his mom put a picture up of her daughter. With Jenny Finch, like, oh my God, look, this is Jenny Finch. I'm like showing people, and literally everyone I was with was like, "Who's that?" Like, they right. had no clue. I was like, right. "Oh man, this, this is depressing. This is an American hero. This is an Olympic American hero." Let's be really clear: if you don't win a medal in one of the sports people care about, what's the point? This is an Olympic Amer- American. I don't, like, hero. okay, Soccer. you brought home the you brought home the gold in curling. I don't care. You brought yeah. home the well, gold and the thing where they run on the skis hey. and then shoot the targets. Well, you know the prob- I don't care. You know what the problem is? Is America wins so many gold medals, you don't care about those. Now, if somebody You're from right. like Belarus wins like a, a curling gold medal, first they of all, are, they get a gold medal. They are. I mean, they get to be president. They are the best thing there. If, if yeah. a guy from right. Belarus wins a gold Guatemala, medal in yeah. the Olympics, he's president now. When he comes home, right. he's president. And if it's right. a team, they're team president. Right. They have Guatemala to decide got their team. first medal in uh, speed walking. That's awesome. Silver medal in speed walking. Yes. Mm. Of Speaking course, they're behind of... China because I mean. It's like going to be China in speed walking. Right. You that's know how they do. You just trip them. That's how. Speaking of speed walking, Nico, what's your number one American moment in pop culture? All right, here we go. Superman's death. He died because he, he represents American values, but he sacrificed himself. The deep, the little deep cut, he died. It was tragic. I don't, I don't know where we're going here. I yeah. don't know. I had I had a whole speech plan, and I I, I messed it up real bad. <laughs> did, did, he, did he die protecting America? Yes. 
Like from Doomsday? Who he, he was totally. basically protecting the entire world? Right, but I so mean, this Superman, Superman represents... Day. Yeah, but this it's, is America. I'm gonna day. give it to him. That's fine. Okay. Superman is the most only American hero ever. Only no, aside is. from no, aside is. from Captain America. He, one okay. of the most iconic images in all of comic books is Superman holding the American flag with his arm outstretched, and what's right there? A bald eagle. That's yep. right. Superman is he very much American. American. He very much is, even though he's not. From he's America. actually older than Captain America. America protects yep. the world. It That's does. True. That's true. Corey agrees with you because I have a good feeling his number one also relates to the world. That's Corey, true. Your number one. My number one is the speech from Bill Pullman in uh, Independence Day. Independence Day was very high on my list, honorable mention. But since it doesn't pertain to America solo, I had to go a different route. No, but it, it does, though, because he's like— This is our Independence Day! He was like, day. today is the day of American independence, and we're going to make it the world's well, independence! <laughs> and he quotes uh, he quotes one of my favorite poets, uh, and he talks about the world not going quietly. Robert into, Frost? No, he talks about the world not going into the dark of yeah. night. And so, we like, will not go quietly into the night. Like I just, it was it was a great speech it for was a, a great terrible speech. movie. That movie wasn't that terrible. I mean, eh, that, ter- that movie was eh. infinitely better than the sequel. Yeah, that was that actually, was that's not hard though. That was a pretty good movie back in '96. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay, that's '96. Good. It was, okay. like, it was a that's summer fair. blockbuster. That's fair. It's '96. Good. And it's popcorn movie. Right. But like, as an older person, we now have like a, a, oh, a yeah, more mature no, yeah. palate. Like, if someone today was like, "I want to watch Independence Day," I'd be like, "Have fun. I'll see you in two hours." Well, I'd watch it again. Would you? Yeah. Why not? I mean, it's Will Smith. You, above anybody else, pick Will Smith, the greatest person ever. Best rapper alive. And you wouldn't watch Will his Smith. movie? We're living in the millennium. It. You wouldn't watch Independence Day? Listen, he already got his money. Like, I can't help him anymore on I'm Independence Day. I'm also very disappointed that when we go Spider-Man <laughs> moments, you didn't even mention Spider-Gwen. Uh, it's not a Spider-Man moment. That's it's fine. Spider-Man related. That's also, a different character. That's Spider-Man yeah, family related. Right. Also, it's a Spider-Man in a different universe. Yeah, right. Like the Spider-Verse storylines are really you hard. You so contradict to yourself. No, I just everything. I keep it simple. Okay. When Link I do is my, my least favorite yeah. female character, but my favorite X-Men. Right. Makes no sense at all. <laughs> That's, That's pretty accurate. That's pretty accurate. All right. So my number one, and it's something that we've talked about on this radio station. I'm gonna find the. I'm gonna find the speech from the president. We're gonna play that going out. Okay, you better hurry up and find it. All right. Um, I. Um, do you mean disconnect from my Bluetooth so you can yeah, play it? Yeah, please do. So my number one is something that we we've talked about on on the show. Uh, I want to say numerous times, um, but my favorite moment, uh, American moment in pop culture, is just the way that Marvel itself handled the 9-11 situation. Yeah, I thought about doing that, too. I did Dang. like that. Just just the way they handled it in comics um, and kind of portrayed it into into real life and how it helped people. You, you'll read stories about how what Marvel did helped some people get through the tragedy. Right. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. Especially being in, you know, in our, our age. I mean, even Nico with you, that's probably the biggest tragedy that we faced as Americans in our, as, right. uh, as our age. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... You got World War One. You got World War Two. You've got the Vietnam War. We have 9/11, and uh, just the way that Marvel handled it is it makes you feel really proud to be an American. And the way they, you know, incorporated their heroes, like helping with the cleanup of 9/11 and the story, and they incorporated it into their comics. Doctor Doom cries in that, right? Like that was a big um, deal. Yeah. So it's it's just it, it's it's my favorite moment. Uh, Corey, did you find uh, what you got in there? I did. I did. Uh, I'm did you play co- right now. I'm all you, Bluetoothed up. Nico, you, you ready? I got it. All, All right. right, so we're going to close out with this. Ready? Go. Less than an hour. Aircraft from here will join others from around the world. And you will be launching the largest aerial battle in the history of mankind. I'm going to talk over this a little bit just because we're probably not supposed to play all one minute and 40 mankind, seconds of this because we don't own it. 
right. This is us we're making this our own art. Exactly. This. Right. You this know, is transformative. <laughs> this is us right here. Can't be consumed this is Nerd Thug Radio. This is America. I bet we could. We're paying tribute to America. Come on. All right. We'll, 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 okay. We'll leave it then. Let's run it. Perhaps it's fate that today is the 4th of July. Mm. And you will once again be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution. So good. <laughs> from annihilation. <laughs> We're fighting for our right to live. Yeah. To exist. God, the crowd shots the that I'm watching on this right now are so good. The 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday. Here it is. But as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. Yes! You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Hey guys, Nico DLG here, and Conroe's got a new bar in town, Wild Thing. They're a rustic saloon with all-American charm located right at FM 1488 and I-45 with a welcoming ambience and atmosphere of delicious food, relaxation, and quality entertainment. Wild Thing has over 70 televisions, regularly airing local and nationally televised sporting events, as well as a daily specials and pricing. Wild Thing Bar and Restaurant is easy on the eyes. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. <laughs> we were uh, reminiscing to our summer camp days there with uh, that trendy rendition of the Star Spangled Banner. Who's that by, Nico? Who was that? I don't know who that is. Okay. Just some rando. Some rando. Some guy guitar. Just some rando. We, we Google too much stuff. We do. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. The sister station. And worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. I'm stuck in my wire. You can catch us every Monday on the radio from 1 to 3. If uh, you miss any of it, check NerdThugRadio.com or Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. As we podcast this stuff, and uh, you can listen to it. Uh, we're getting towards the end of the show here. we got a couple segments left. Is that true? It is true. And in oh this segment, um, we call it the Nico DLG segment because everyone tunes out. Right. So, uh, Nico. Hold on. I'm pulling up everything. Show me what you got. Oh, no. Giant head. I have to show me what I got. I got to get swifty. <laughs> show us what you got, sir. What <laughs> is right. your Nico segment? All right. Hold on. I got to. Hey, guys. Nico DLG here, I'm coming at you that. live. <laughs> so today, I want to talk about some serious issues. The hard-hitting stuff. The hard-hitting stuff. Okay. All right, here we go. The hard stuff. Like All right, so we have, I don't know if we've all watched it, but 13 Reasons Why was a recent Netflix oh God, series that came here. out. I'm all okay. right. This, what do we got? Go. All right. I know, so, I, know, I, know, I know what you're going with. Here. Go. So I want to hear this. They've this. been in some, some hot water. Some hot waters. Some hot waters because they had, there was two girls recently that have committed suicide. And they had recently watched the show. So the parents are then coming to Netflix and being like, your show glorifies suicide. I, and I haven't, I haven't watched the series. Me either. I have read the book. And the book I know does the opposite of glorify suicide. No. It, yes. It, it does the opposite. Complete opposite. Right. The, paints it as a complete tragedy and that everyone involved is incredibly depressed and sad. It, it paints it in a terrible light because it's what suicide is. It's a right. terrible thing that someone does and, to And my understanding of the show actually also... 
did very similarly the same. It, it worked really hard. They were to, very to worried portray about the message, right, to portray exactly. the message. So kind of what I wanted to bring this to was what can a show, what I, what I think is that people are far too sensitive when it comes to like these serious topics and shows that come up, whether it be drug abuse, um, maybe eating disorders, because there's a recent uh, another Netflix movie that is getting some hot water about that, like the right. trailer came out. Right. And uh, Keanu Reeves plays a therapist in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Now I need to watch it because I love Keanu Reeves. It's actually John Wick, not Keanu Reeves. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> should have known. That would be an intense therapy <laughs> session. <laughs> Don't touch my dog. <laughs> no, I feel much better. Thank you. All right, Nico. I appreciate it. Show us what you got. All right, what I got. So, with, like, what do you think is too far for a TV show to explore, like, such a bad issue? Or, well, here, like, let me, a, an issue that troubles people? Let me start it from this because I think you're too young to realize this. And I say that sometimes to you about stuff. I wonder, I wonder how you feel about that when I say that. But the truth is, you're too young to, to, to realize, like, when Columbine happened, mm-hmm. what was it? You you and I, this is this was already. Yep. We were seniors in high school when this happened. And what was the thing they immediately went to? They went to Marilyn Manson and Dungeons and & Dragons. Video games. And video games. Right. So they immediately went to those because that's what those kids liked. And it was like, that's what every kid liked back then. Every kid listened to Marilyn Manson. Did you ever see the movie Elephant? Uh-uh. There's a movie called Elephant okay. that came out. Uh, maybe three to four years after Columbine, okay, and it was okay. basically the same scenario. All right. That's what this movie was about. It was like a fictitious version of that. Okay. And um, there, was a, there was a writer who was under the impression he wanted to write about the families of bad people in recent history. Mm-hmm. People like the Columbine shooters. Mm-hmm. People like that. That everyone can kind of universally agree Something's wrong with them. Right. So let's 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 investigate and look into their family lives and see what happens. One of the two Columbine shooters was featured in that book. Uh, one of the families completely moved away from the city. They the don't want anything to do with it. Got out. They don't want anything to do with the story. They didn't want to talk to the guy. The other family stayed in the city, dealt with the tragedy as part of the community, and they they willingly let this guy come in and said, look, you know, we're a little worried about what you want to do, but we're willing to talk about it. We understand right, that right. this had an impact on history. So they did. They talked to the guy. And he said the first he thought that he would be able to walk in and immediately notice figure out a difference in them. He would immediately walk in and see why it was so right why, why it got why so this bad kid so fast. Did what he did. Right. right. Uh, instead he said he walked in and they they were they were everyone else. They were just like everyone else and they clearly loved their kid. They clearly cared about their kid. They clearly wanted to help their kid. And they don't there's not a there's not a real reason when when grapes go bad. No one nope. they don't There's too many people. There's all kinds of factors with statistically are involved right, right, right. like when you when you do your giant studies but when you go individual by individual by individual there's no correlation no so what happens is society blames these big things things like marilyn manson things like drugs also, and- to to add to your thing especially because i i read this this story um and this was one of the things that uh, triggered me to no longer read any kind of news and <laughs> triggered get away from it uh, i think a lot of times uh human nature is they want to find something to blame things on. Yeah, because it's, it's way easier if you can it's blame It's way them. easier to cope if you blame. Like, if these parents, they're going to blame it on the show, it's their way of coping, trying to make themselves feel better that their kids, you know, weren't as, you know, didn't do something as dumb as they did, I guess. I mean, I wouldn't say dumb, but. Well, yeah, because let's be really clear. Like, and I don't want to, I don't want to speak specifically and harmfully here, but in general, if someone commits suicide, there are typically psychological and personal factors involved. There's not going to be an outside influence that paints suicide so wonderfully that if you weren't already thinking about it or on the edge or in that area of consideration that you're now going to go that way. Like if life, if you have, if you're happy, 
and you see 13 reasons why you're not going to immediately go, hey, you know what? I wonder what suicide's like. Right. I don't feel like that is a fair assessment of what they're doing there. Right. And to go back to your original question, I don't think that there's an issue that can't be talked about. Right. No, there, it, there it, it just depends on how you do it. I mean, there was a movie famously 13. Yep. Oh, where man, that's a good movie. It was a good movie. And it features this girl who's 13 years old and just pushes all true boundaries story. and just kind of falls out of herself and just gets crazy. And just, it was based on a true story. And it just gets way too, it, she just gets way out of hand. It's and, um, the chick that was famously married or dating um, Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Uh, that was the girl, the actress right. in the movie. Yeah. So basically in that movie, this writer who looked 13-ish. Right. She followed, she went to this high school or junior high maybe, I guess, at 13. Uh, yeah. And followed these these two girls, became friends with them, and spent like I don't know a couple months with them, and then came back and wrote this movie based upon her experiences. And like, and, and she it, probably exaggerates things, right. but like they get into drugs, they they're, they're underage right. stuff. Like it's just a lot of stuff going on in that movie. Uh, but the the reality is, yeah, you want to kind of okay. Uh, perfect example. Uh, the singer just died, Chris Cornell. Okay, his wife has really struggled with the fact that it, it's apparently a drug induced suicide. suicide right and she is really just very recently did she release some quotes that said i clearly missed signs that my husband had relapsed right but coming up to that she didn't she she didn't want to believe that at all she right she was demanding autopsies she was saying other people were to blame she was saying something else happened yeah and when stuff like that happens especially like with the columbine they want to blame all other things is people get together and they want to find there's got to be an outside source that's, and, you know that's what's, pushing these people to it I mean, quite frankly, like, I mean, there's there's stuff, the the mind and the brain is such a weird. A young, especially. is complicated thing. And right. I think, Nico, me and you have talked about this somewhat as well. Like, people, you you can, like, for me, it's, it's like, I can be as happy as I can be one minute, and then it's the smallest thing. You can have, like, a thought, and then it's like it Like, it, it just it ruins my whole yeah, day, or yeah. it just, it, you, you fester upon it, and. The mind is such a weird thing that hasn't been fully developed or... Right, especially when they're so young. And so, yeah, when you're young and, and bad things are happening and they're a bigger deal than what you think they are, and then you, yeah, you might get some outside stuff, but it, by no means is it video games that cause it to happen or Marilyn Manson that causes no, it to happen a matter or this fact, TV show that causes it to happen. As a matter of fact, they've done massive studies on huge scales and they find no correlation between video games and teen violence. They find no correlation between what movies and content right. they watch and teen violence. They don't find the correlations that the that the that the outrage groups right. suggest exist. Right. What it is, that, is is you get adults and parents specifically when it involves kids, and they have to find a reason. Yeah, because like, it's what hard. Happened. It's hard. Well, it's it's hard for most people. You and I. Right. We. This is an art that we're doing in a, in a way. We're artists. I roll my eyes as I say that, but uh, I'm but an we artist. but we we know that what we're doing can always be better, and it's never perfect. And so we're always critiquing ourselves and each other and pushing each other to be better. But we accept that. And there are people who can't accept that they aren't doing the best they can do. And so you'll hear people, like, you'll know people who aren't doing the best at something. And then you'll hear them from their point of view think that they're the best at it or doing the best that they right. can. And you're like, how can you be, think you're a good parent when you're not home five days a week? Like, what? Well, then it's also when you get into these, these uh, filmmakers and stuff, a lot of times when they make movies that, that push these issues... It kind of helps bring that issue to, to the light, forefront. Forefront. right? Right, like, and that's uh, probably helping a lot of people. This discussion too. wouldn't happen. I mean, right? Like, there's a movie that came out in the early '90s uh, entitled "Kids." You ever seen that yes, movie? yeah. And at the time, like, basically, it, it deals with the AIDS epidemic in New York and among young people. And because of that movie, it kind of brought like a limelight to that, you know, to the AIDS forefront. And like, oh wow, this is an issue. We mm -hmm. we need to tackle it as a community or as a nation or whatever. So, I mean. 
there's always good and bad in everything. It's just how it's perceived by the individual. Also, I think one thing that's really hard for, and I'm not going to say victims, but like the families of the people involved, like the victims, it's not their fault. If they're really victims, they didn't have anything to do with it. That's what a victim means. But like the families of the people involved in these things and suicides and, th and stuff like that, it's hard to accept that they have may have been a factor in it. Like I personally, my personal belief, and I, you know, I apologize if someone's offended by this, but my personal belief like on Columbine is that one of the key contributing factors were the other students and the school. If those kids were really being as bullied as bad as the stories that came out later about right. that they were dealing with things so bad that they felt so isolated and felt so alone, then that, then that directly means that those kids, right. you know, those they, kids they played failed. a role in it. Those yeah. kids weren't, helping their peers and the school wasn't protecting those kids right uh and and i'm not saying that the out that the outcome was appropriate i'm no, just not saying by that any means i'm just saying that one of the it. no 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 one of the main ingredients though was the behavior of the community right and so you have to you have to when something bad happens you have to accept at least your part in it right um and that's hard for people to do though wow this might be one of the like a realist realist <laughs> yeah. segments that nerd thug radio has done nerd thug gets real nerd thug gets real uh, we were getting so real that I need to take a break. All right. I got to simmer down now. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to wrap this show up. Uh, we've had several people ask us to talk about Hero Clicks. Uh, so that's what we're going to do to close the show out. Stay tuned. God bless America. <laughs> All right, guys, we've come to the point in the show where we need to tell you about our friends, Space Cadets. These guys host all of our favorite nerd events on a regular basis, from Hero Clicks to Dungeons and Dragons, from Pokemon to Star Wars Destiny. They've got it all. With one of the largest nerd inventories I've ever seen, there's practically nothing you can't find at Space Cadets. Brian has long been a friend of the show, and the most important thing to stress to you guys today is how family-friendly and great-to-go-to Space Cadets really is. The Savage family regularly makes the trip there, and Joey, Nico, and myself regularly play different events there. Check the Facebook page for times and games scheduled this week. That's Space Cadets Gaming Gaming Collection Collection on Robinson Road in the Woodlands. When you go, let them know that Nerd Thug Radio sent you, and you get 10% off your highest ticket item. That's right. Save 10% off your highest ticket item if you say Nerd Thug Radio. It's the backhand. I don't know what you're doing back there. I'm that's holding in attention. Like, if I had a gun here, like, ah! That's... Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Gun. Apparently Episode he's armed. I don't know. 64 of the Nerd Thug Radio saluting America because tomorrow's Independence Day. Right. Right. That's right. Yo, boy. Uh, I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. America DLG. America DLG over there. <laughs> that is a good one. I like that. That is a good one. This is the last segment of the show. This so is. it's winding down. You're near the end of the work day. Tomorrow's a holiday. Go buy that six pack. Crack it open. Hit the pool. Some of you were off today. Hang out with the boys. Some Man, of if you were off today. Awesome. Some you, of you, you have to work. Yeah, work. yeah, if you were off today, email me where you work. I'm right, just saying. I want a job. Saying, yeah. I want a job there. Take two um, day off. So, so Monday. the game of choice of Nerd Thug Radio is a game we like to call Hero Clicks. That's confirmed. That is confirmed. Uh, there's been some some stuff happened in the Hero Clicks world over the past couple weeks. Uh, a major thing possibly that could happen. So we've had uh, a few of our, our fellow listeners and players uh, want our opinions on something very important. Mostly because we're just awesome. And so he's like, you know what, we'll take right. this time and we'll, we we'll talk about the it. Game. Uh, first, we will we'll have to say that uh, Heroclix Worlds ended a couple weeks ago. There's a new Heroclix World Champion. Right. Um, and it's Howard Brock 
fittingly, he runs the ROC, which is another big HeroClix uh, tournament organization. So uh, this, is, this game's rigged. <laughs> so congrats to him. Congrats to him on uh, on uh, winning Worlds. Um, but be- after Worlds has come out, there is a thing that HeroClix calls the watch list. Corey, what is the watch list? So the watch list is when you're trying to get on an airplane, and then they, they don't actually, they'll let you buy a ticket, but then they won't let you on the plane right. mm-hmm. because you're on a watch list. Which makes no sense because you had to give them your name to buy the ticket. Right, yeah. I think someone should say something then. Right. I think they'd be like, you can't buy a ticket. Because you know what they don't do is give refunds when you can't fly because right. they're on the watch list. They keep your money. That's a scam. That's, That's what it scam. is. So Game. what WizKids does, oh, WizKids, WizKids, watch list. Oh. WizKids uh, is in charge of HeroClix. Correct. And so they have their own people that work for them and they make rulings and blah, 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 blah. Um, and so... There comes a time, at least once a year, it seems like now. Yeah. They have what they call a watch list. Uh, it's figures that they created themselves. <laughs> this is uh, the silly part about it. They created yeah. these figures. Now they got to um, rattle them because they're too strong. The, the <laughs> mechanics that they have created for them. Sometimes uh, are some, overpowering. Sometimes they're overpowering or players find a way to exploit those powers and take advantage of stuff. Or they realize that the game mechanic that they created uh, it's just too good. It's too advanced. And so they put these figures on a, on a watch list, and then they decide that they need to make changes to them. And the changes really only apply in the tournament scene. Like right. It, these, now these changes that they make don't really apply to home games with friendly char- friendly people. Like, if we were playing, when we play characters, oh, let's watch list, and we don't care. We're just playing them by the dials. Um, that, so, no, if you play a watch list character against me for fun, I'm going to pitch a fit. I'm going to punch you. Yeah. Because right? um, it's always, like, but, these crazy but, characters. But basically, these watch list when they, they a rat a figure and what okay so if you don't know hero clicks by now come out and see us at space cadets one weekend very soon right actually june 17th am july. I right? july 17th i'm sorry uh will be the next hero clicks summer slam event no uh, that's july 15th is it 15th, 15th. yeah 15th so july 15th it will be the um hero clicks summer slam event we will be recording four more episodes that we will soon hopefully take to the television that's right mm-hmm. uh, we will be crowning a tag team clicks champion that's right uh, very soon you guys will be introduced to our Hero Clicks Nerd Thug World Champion. And Zach, we do have a name for it. It's called the Nerd Thug Clicks Federation. I think it was was me who doesn't know what it's called. NTCF, the Nerd Thug Clicks Federation Champion, will be unveiled soon. Anyway, so these figures have dials and they have cars and there's all these powers. Watch this. All right, we've we've, we've prefaced now. Okay. Okay. So, Corey, there's four figures they have put on the watch list at this time. What are those four figures? So it was Jakeem Thunder. Ooh. Who who is uh, been on every team that's even been relevant in the tournament Since for it came a while? Out, tearing up uh, the middle. Goblin King, who is essentially a better version of Jakeem Thunder. Uh, I, I don't remember which one was the third. Which was the third one? The third one is they put Felix Faust on there again. Well, that was the fourth one to me. I thought. And then the uh, Pim Pocket Tank. Oh right 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 yeah, yeah yeah okay. Felix Faust being on there a second time really bothers me because they put him on the watch list once already. Right. And one of their solutions that initially they first said. Totally banned. Right. They said, okay, no Felix Faust. We made he him. He's crazy. Sorry. I thought that no. was the ROC that banned him. No, not, they not both Wiz- did. They both did. Oh, I didn't At know first, yeah. they both banned him. And then WizKids came back. They errated him. And they said, okay, he's now back legal tournament play. But ROC, which is run Kept by Howard Block, your world champion of HeroClix, said, nope, he's yeah. banned from our playing. Well, and when they errated him, it didn't make it that much better because what they did, the, the character already had a range of seven but almost all of his powers affected the entire board. Right. So they then said, okay, now all of his powers only affect his range. the range of seven. Now, granted, he was errated, and the world champion from last year didn't play a Felix Faust. Right. And there were some teams that, after he was errated, that didn't use him. Right. However— Now, with some newer game mechanics that have right, come out and figures, right. he became 
back he, in the scene. Back in the scene, yeah. he was totally worth having again. Also, even just within seven squares, I believe he's only 60 or 70 points. And 70 so points. The value that what you get from that value is still massively overpowered because right. within those seven squares, depending on what you roll with the little. So die basically, that it comes for with, those of you guys who don't know, but most of us who are listening to this episode or this segment here do know what's going on. At the beginning of your turn, Felix Faust rolls a 20 sided die, and each one of those sides correlates to a special, special ability so and each of those abilities were they weren't little things like everyone gets a plus one they were big things right. like all of the opposing team goes back to their starting area or all the opposing team can only be given free action within seven squares or, or right and so they changed so everything was in within seven squares friendly characters can you ignore hindering terrain right these or, were all um, big things and yeah. even within seven squares they were still big things because seven squares is a third of the map right so to me, we'll, we'll start with this figure. With Felix Faust, I think we're both in agreement. If you put him on the watch list twice, just ban him. Just ban. Just ban him. him. Right. Just I mean, he's only got a year left in the modern. Right. How many times scene? are you going to fix something before right. you just so, okay? It I doesn't mean, work. how many more? Yeah. How many more tournaments is he actually going to be in before right. he gets rotated out? Yeah. So right. just go ahead. And just ban get rid of him. You already did it twice. Get rid of Felix Faust. Right. He had a good uh, run. Gets open. He had he's, a good yeah, run. He had a good run. He was on two world champion teams in three years. Get rid of him. The next thing is the Pym tank. The Pym tank. So. The Pym Tank is an eight-point figure, or not even a figure. It's an eight-point eight point object. So they've already errated this once. Right. Okay. Well, they made a ruling about the vagueness of what they had. Right. Done. Well, not even that. So this this um, it's a con exclusive. Correct. It's eight points. It's this little tiny like um, a miniature tank. Miniature tank. It doesn't have a dial that clicks. Um, it originally had a uh, on the actual card that they printed. It says you know it has keywords. Right. And it can still be considered a theme team as long as it's played with an Ant Man. Hank Pym. And, yeah, with a Hank Pym. And then they came back not long after it was released and said, you know what? Um, bystander tokens or bystander figures that don't have a click don't count towards theme now. So at that well, point... Well, that wasn't a now thing. That was always the case. No, no, no. They no. basically were making... They basically... The way the rule was written was making Pogs. an exception Pogs, for the tank. Yeah, Pogs and bystander tokens, little cardboard tokens... Right. Were, because they didn't have cards, right. were never considered theme breakers. But then you had stuff like the pocket tank. You had Henry. You had Lockheed for a little while. But Henry also didn't break. He had keywords. So yeah, he's got like shield. So he would be. Oh, did he? Yeah, I didn't think he had he keywords because he had a card. So oh. at that point, then they said, you know what? If it doesn't have a clickable base, it doesn't count. You know, it doesn't break theme. Blah blah blah. Now so, it can run Henry on any team. Right, and so that became that made this pocket tank even better. Right. So the mechanics I mean, of this pocket tank is it's eight points. It goes on your sideline. When you go to make a range attack, you can give your character like minus one to his attack. And then if you hit your said opponent, you can now blow this tank up. So imagine the Ant-Man movie. Right. He throws the keychain tank and then it just blows up to takes the building out. Basically what this thing does, it blows up and you place it here and there and it can't do this and that. But then it charges uh, penetrating damage like two to everybody that it comes in contact with. Because and, and then you can place everyone around it. And because it's not an attack, you can choose when you want to apply the damage. So it can go before, it can go after, it goes through stop clicks. All of this for the low price of eight points. Right. Now, granted, it does blow up into a 50-point character. And if you take that out, now you're getting 50 points, your Correct. opponent. But the damage it does for eight points is well worth... Giving up 50. If it can go through stop clicks. Right. So, with that being said, it's on the watch list. What do you think they can do to fix it? Well, there's two issues I have with it. Okay, go ahead. The first is that there already is a throw mechanic in the game. Because right. what they're doing is they're saying, you throw the tank. So there's already a throw mechanic that exists, and it doesn't involve being able to make range right. attacks for whatever your real damage is and blah, blah, blah. So that's already wrong. So you fix that. If you're going to throw a tank, you can only throw the tank. 
And if it's a light object, it only does one click of damage. And then if it wants to blow up after that, okay, fine, it blows up after that. Um, the other part of that I have an issue with is it, when it blows up, it's huge. It's like, right. it's, I mean, it's massive. Tanks aren't that... It's like a six by two. Right. Well, it's massive. It's it's big in the sense of what it's being played with. Well, it's big in the sense that literally it's a giant tank on the map. When you think about the fact that there are heavy objects that are tokens that are right. a dumpster. A dumpster is what, half the size of a tank? A third of the size of the tank? Quarter. So why is why is a one square dumpster and then a six by two tank? Right. So what can they do to fix it, if anything? I don't know. I think you... I don't know. The I one think, thing I think you can do, and I think Nico might be going here. Go ahead, you say it. Oh no, I was thinking that uh, you get to place where your characters go. That I think or that's you can one just of the biggest, one of the biggest. Well, issues. that or you can just choose that the damage has to take place before you apply your damage or after, or they can say, well, it's no longer penetrating damage. Right. I think. I think the, the not main penetrating would help, but I don't. I don't know. Because then the penetrating main, goes through stop clicks. The main issue I have with the tank being is that it it does everything. That you don't want a game to do. It's a, it's a game about positioning and strategy, and it literally just goes. You had a strategy. Guess what? I broke up your whole team. Now your whole team. Doesn't well, there work. is a strategy to it. There is a strategy to avoid it, and that was played during the. Uh, no, I know there, there the is, but I'm saying like an average an average player right. who's who's never seen the tank before gets hit by a tank, and they're just like, well, they're going my whole. No. Right. So to me, the way they exactly can, to me. me the way they can fix it is make the damage non-penetrating. Yeah, that would help a lot. Uh, also, I think the tank is just too big. Right, so then the other two figures they have is Goblin King and Jakeem Thunder. And they're essentially the same piece. We're, we're up, up against it. Time. So basically, they, they can pick two powers per turn. And the other problem is people will put the entities on them, giving them four right. powers per turn. And so basically, the three powers per turn. Right. Uh, the Goblin King can pick anything to where Jakeem Thunder is kind of limited on what he, he has can some pick. Um, and so people are really going crazy about that. But hey, Super Scroll was the same thing. Right. And no one Super was, Scroll had a drawback where he took damage and he was more expensive. Yeah, but he could also heal with, he's a zombie. He eat people and right. get those hunger tokens. Right. Uh, plus he had traded shape change. And also being a zombie, oh, yeah. he could then make people on his team. Right. So right. with those, I don't, I don't see why they're on there. Leave them alone. Like you, you create those figures. They pick powers. That's what they do. Just let it go. I think the only reason they're on there is simply because everyone's using them. Right. right. And everyone's just, complaining. Just let them go. Just leave them alone. I don't, I so, think they're going to be a part of the meta, but I don't think they break it. Just ban Faust. Ban yeah. Faust. Reduce the pin pocket tank to non-penetrating damage. And use the throw mechanic. Yeah, use the throw mechanic. I don't know why you can hit someone for nine and then shoot them with a tank for another right. two. Why can Nick Fury shoot me with a gun for four and then blow up a tank on top of me? That and doesn't just, make sense. Yeah, and just leave the pick a power characters alone. Yeah, because you made them just right. like that. Just leave them alone. Uh, with that, we've just ended the show. There you go. We just ended Nerdthug Radio episode 64, Greatest in the Galaxy. That's right. That might be the title of the podcast. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. I'm Joey Savage. Core DLG. Nico DLG. Don't forget, you can catch us every Monday from 1 to 3. Same on... Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. Nerd Thug Radio. Thanks for checking out this production on Old Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's radio station. For more information on this show and other shows on Lone Star, check us out online at irlonestar.com. If you're interested in sponsoring a program on Lone Star Community Radio and reaching the local audience of Montgomery County on FM, Internet, and TV media, please call 936-647-5747 or contact us online at IRLoneStar.com. This recording is a Lone Star Community Radio production produced by the show host and Dick Schistler of Lone Star Community Radio. Interested in volunteering as a music DJ? Starting your own talk show? Yeah. Contact Dick Schistler at dick at irlonestar.com or by phone at 936-647-5747.